live here with real news the day of the million MAGA march that is taking place in dc and right now it's turned down to all-out street battle crazy week uh lots of cuckoldry happening with people saying trump should just concede he's already lost while he's still fighting and we have millions of people in the streets still fighting for him it's crazy but what, what do we expect anymore from these people what have you guys have you guys seen anything about the million MAGA march i've been seeing some footage from it. have you guys been watching it no i haven't had a chance little bits and pieces um some interesting, you know, some interesting stuff, you know. I I I liked uh I think CJ Pearson, he he said some stuff that was he said some stuff that was pretty cool. I uh, you know, very motivational type stuff. Liked it. Um there's there's a couple speakers here and there that were um that were interesting. I, I I'm not um I know that like during the evening when the sun went down, that's when Antifa and BLM started doing their thing and they were attacked. I guess they were attacking what few Trump supporters were still there. And I mean, yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. But I mean, all of it, but there were people at restaurants. So a lot of Trump supporters were in the Willard Hotel. <laughs> yeah, Willard. It's a Penn State joke right there. Does the bathroom still smell like piss? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's still a, a, a Christian preacher outside, too, I bet. Um, so there were a lot of people at the Willard Hotel. And also, Airbnb, I don't know if you guys saw this, was canceling hotels or, sorry, reservations that proud boys had made in dc they were somebody complained on twitter like oh oh we'll stop that and so they were basically banning proud boys from running airbnbs in dc which is pretty crazy isn't that actually against the law in dc that's kind of discrimination one might Uh say if you said hey i'm not gonna uh let a black person stay in my rental property oh you get sued out the ass you say, oh, I'm not going to let a Proud Boy stay in my hotel. Oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's progressive. But what I was getting to is that there were a lot of Trump supporters staying at a hotel, and some were eating outside, and Antifa knew this. So they started throwing firecrackers at the people outside eating. And there's just one video I'm going to show because it's actually kind of scary. There's this guy with, I guess, his girlfriend – and the Black Lives Matter and Antifa start attacking her. Not attacking him. They're attacking her. And they're trying to pull her away. And she's like screaming. Like she's scared. And so he had to like chat up and like pull her back. But this is the thing. I You know, people keep calling them the mob. And I think that's not what we should be calling them. Because at least the mob uh, said, no women, no children. These people are terrorists. They don't care. Yeah. They're like, we will hurt children. We will hurt women. Well, that's who they target. They're like a, a predator out in the wild. You know, they don't attack the uh, strong alpha men. They try to go for the weakest. It's like a demon. You know, they, they prey on the weak. They're demonic. This is a couple. There's a couple th- things that I look at when I see when I see this sort of thing. One. Uh, these Trump supporters need to get the fuck out of there. Like when when the sun goes down, you need to leave. I'm sorry. I know I know that there's 
you know, protests and the day protest was awesome. Like you saw so many people there and it was fantastic. When the sun goes down, you know that bad shit's happening, bad shit's happening in DC. And, uh, and you know, what kind of, and you know, what kind of dirty city DC is like, you know, the mayor's dirt, the mayor's crooked as shit. The, the, the city itself, the, the people that run it are crooked as fuck. Like, just get out of there. Get out of there. Um, and the cops there aren't doing don't shit. Don't hang around there. There's nothing for you. Um, so, and that's another thing. Well, I mean, and you know, you know the DC cops aren't going to do shit. You know. Like, we've known, we've known that this shit was coming for some time. They didn't do shit during the fucking uh, RNC. They didn't do the shit during the, you know, what? Like, there's, they don't do shit. Like, which another another complaint that i would have like the the, if i was going to complain on anything is like well where the fuck are the feds because antifa is a domestic terrorist organization so that should be a federal that should be a federal thing like where are the feds yeah get feds get them in there uh send these fuckers to federal pound me in the ass prison (laughs) Because it's very simple. We said this before, is that like, you let them get away with it, they're going to keep doing it. It's so simple. It's mm-hmm. like anything. When the law is enforced, when you stop them, they're not going to do it. It's like a yeah. kid. Like, if you let a kid keep stealing I mean, cookies from the cookie jar, they're going to keep fucking doing it until you, like, you know, f- stop them from doing it. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, maybe uh, in some instances... I guess they're doing it the right they're doing it right but in other instances they're really not like I know, I know a lot of a lot of what they're doing a lot of what the feds are doing is just you know stepping back taking evidence taking film taking photos you know and then finding these people and then you know taking care of them via that avenue but like well, they never convict anyone. That's the thing. Like, they might... well, no, I mean, no. the The feds, feds do. The yeah. feds do, but like the city doesn't. Like, you're trying to, and, and and part of that is part of that is by design too. Because if if the feds charge, if the locals charge them, they can let them go, and then you can't really charge them again. Like the feds, if the feds get you then they can they can charge them like the feds get them they can charge them and then there's nothing that the local police can do about it because it's a federal it's federal jurisdiction but arash in the chat says trump 2020 let's go that's what we're all about keeping trump in four more years uh vote fraud for fist up yeah we think voter fraud is definitely happening on a ramped scale giuliani says there's enough vote fraud in michigan to turn the state so. Well, here's here's the thing with D.C., though, that you have to take into consideration, too. It's one of the most hardest places for you to defend yourself legally in. Like, yeah. see, you don't see Antifa going to Florida where they just made legal to go and, you know, shoot looters. Yes. And I don't think they will. And I think that's great. Like, honestly, they need to send people to, uh, like, that's where the next big, like, you know, these sort of things should go is Florida. Because they try this shit over there. They're coming out in the body bag. Yeah. They try rioting, they try looting, you know, because I think, what was it, DeSantis or whatever just passed that law? I think that was this week, wasn't it? Yeah, base DeSantis. 
I, I love him. He's one of the few people. Like, oh, these Florida people are the best people. Like, Gates. <laughs> they're, they're, something, they're, they're a very special breed of people. They are. I mean, look, DeSantis, Gates, Loomer, and Trump himself, now a Florida resident, are all some of our best people. DeSantis was one of the few in the beginning that was like, yeah, that's good. It was fighting for Trump when other Republicans like Nikki Haley, Dan Crenshaw, uh, these are quote unquote Republicans. Fuck Dan Crenshaw. He's the biggest like letdown since fucking premature ejaculation. <laughs> oh God. I mean, those people, they, they were like, oh, we need to move on. Trump lost fair and square, guys. Let's move on to Georgia in 2022. No, 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 no. This fight isn't over. And the true people, the loyalists, the true Trumpers, the outsiders, are fighting for Trump right now. I've been doing it with the campaign. We've all been supporting him. We have Proud Boys in the street. And this is why, when you see Antifa doing this shit and getting away with it, this is why the Proud Boys are a thing, okay? They are not racist. They are not... Uh, hateful and they don't start fights they're only there because antifa and black lives matter are starting fights and they have to defend people because there's the cops aren't there these are women and children they are getting piss thrown at them and they're getting torn away and they're going to be beaten up so that's why it's happening um one of them was chanting so one of the proud boys started chanting break out kyle <laughs> You know Kyle Rittenhouse? Yeah, they should. Like, yeah. honest to God, like, man, that, I feel real bad for that kid. Real bad for him. Yeah. God, the Proud Boys are... This is where the Proud Boys are. So, oh, man, they were also chanting Fox News sucks. Yes. yes. We're going to talk dude, about that next, but... Dude, Fox News, that's like the Dan Crenshaw of TV networks. Yeah. Fox News has really gone downhill. Recently more than they already have because look when obama was president i think people really liked fox news because they were like the lone conservative voice on tv but when look i will always remember this and nobody should forget that when trump first ran fox news was anti-trump when he first came down the escalators and was making the scene there were only a few voices on fox that were pro-trump i think o'reilly was one of them and I think there were a few others. I don't even know how Tucker stood on Trump then. But I don't think Tucker was even on the network at that point because he came after O'Reilly, didn't he? No, Tucker's been on there before. Um, he's been on for ever since he left CNN. Uh, I, I know he I had a... I can't see Tucker on CNN. Yeah, well, he was on the show called Crossfire where he was the right-wing voice and there was a left-wing voice on there too and they would kind of debate... It was actually a rare thing to see on CNN, which was like an actual true Republican on there. But Fox News was never Trump initially. But when Trump started becoming popular very quickly, they started changing their tune somewhat quickly. Some of them didn't. You know, you had your Shepard Smiths and your Neil Cavuto's and your other ones that were still cucky. But a lot of them started to change their tune really quickly and adopt Trump. But now that, and there's been some signs I'm going to kind of lay out too, but now that Trump is 
in their eyes lost and they called the race for Biden. They were the first ones to call Biden the winner of the presidential race. Uh, they have been really cucky. And whenever somebody brings up voter fraud, they kind of cringe and they try to shut it up. Like two examples I'll bring up real quickly are that Judge Janine's show last Saturday was canceled. I was going to talk about voter fraud. They canceled it. I think she was back on this weekend. Uh, but when Kaylee McEnany started talking about voter fraud, Neil Cavuto cut away from her and was like, oh, uh, 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 we, 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 we want to be careful. We fact check that. That's uh, not entirely accurate. I forget what he exactly said, but he was pointing at CNN. That's, stuff CNN, that's what mm-hmm. CNN will do to Trump's press conferences, and Fox is no better. I mean, they're, they're trying to... Uh... I, I think Fox News and I and I was listening I was listening I forget who it was there was an interview but but uh, female type brought up a really good point she said she was saying that look Fox News is at the Fox News is in this position now to where like they're trying I think they're trying to hedge your bet you know like they're trying to to kind of appease to the you know trying to distance themselves from Trump. Um, in order to not get basically get shut out from, you know, the white house and, uh, that, that, that's kind of what I, what I think is happening too. And, uh, I just, cause I don't think that uh, like, you know, what we, we cut, we know what Barack Obama did during while he was in office with, Did we lose Phil? Phil. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, when Phil comes back, let him finish his thought. The one thing I'll mention, too, is that there's a lot of fake news being spread about the Proud Boys. Again, like there's one saying, oh, there's a Proud Boy saying when white people unite, this is what happens. You look at the video, and who's talking? Baked Alaska. (laughs) Who's a meth head. And a fucking, like, the griftiest of grifters. He's like the Logan Paul of politics. He's an idiot that does stupid shit and tries to, like, get clicks out of it. So this is another smear they're throwing out. And then somebody in the chat, chat's firing up. Arash is still going. Trump 2020, Washington. They start starting fights. Trump damaged the fake news. That's right. Trump could destroy Fox News, too, which I think is great and needs to happen. Everyone should turn off Fox, turn on Newsmax, turn on OAN, and turn on Censor.tv, and turn on InfoWars. And CP says, (laughs) I want to know what that stands for. Fake news projects what they want the world to think about USA. Truth is, USA loves President Trump. He's exposing the lies and corruption of the rich and powerful. We hate socialism and communism. That's right. Nobody shouts at a rally. We love you, except Trump supporters. Are you back, Phil? Oh, he's back. Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying? No, I was saying that this is amazing how they're just kind of. I'm just being cut out like that. But uh, conspiracy time. Yeah, it's a conspiracy, man. Um, no, I was just saying how Fox News is wanting, like, like is just wanting to. I think they're at a position where they're trying to hedge a bet. Like they're trying to, you know, like if Biden wins, they don't want to like be all two feet in on Trump and then risk getting shut out like they did when Biden was 
was well, like like when Obama was in a, in the White House, like they were like spying on him and shit. So like, I think they're trying to play it safe. I guess that's what they always do. Is they always play it safe. They're PC. They're worried about their image. They're worried about their advertisers. They're worried about their money, and they they are they just rode Trump's dick as long as they could and then now that he's gone they're like oh let's find another dick to ride they're very very corporatist I mean let's keep in mind that Fox News has a blacklist this is very big open secret they have on that blacklist Milo Yiannopoulos Ann Coulter Michelle Malkin a few other people uh, I can't remember their names and they also, I bet, have Alex Jones on there. And they have some new additions. Uh, we forget that a few months ago, Diamond Silk got dropped from Fox because they were spreading conspiracy theories. Oh, scary stuff. You can't question things. And they also added just recently Trey Gowdy. They fired him because he joined Trump's legal team. They said, Trey, you're fired. I bet there's some legal complications there, maybe, probably. Here's the thing, but... though. Like, I can, to a certain degree, there would be a conflict of interest with that. And I can yeah. kind of understand that uh-huh. one. Why you'd be hesitant to have someone on there in a news organization. That's true, but, like, let's be real. Fox News has a lot of conflict of interest um, alone. I mean, they have hosts that literally campaign for candidates. Like, yeah, that's true. Laura Ingram literally was speaking at a Trump rally. So, where do you draw the line? And that's why I said the legalities, like with lawyers, so I bet there's some legalities. But Fox News has a pattern of saying, hey, if you're too pro Trump, you're gone. Or, hey, you go a little too over the line, you're gone. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, Tucker, I bet, probably conflicts the hell out of them because Tucker has a loyal, strong Trump following. But, you know, he's he's in that too Trumpy thing for them, but he's also their biggest ratings, so kinda of can't get rid of him. And if Tucker were you know if Tucker wanted to destroy Fox News, all he has to do is move to Newsmax or OAN. Shit, Hannity too. And Handy, yeah. Handy gets I think the second biggest ratings for Fox. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. You mentioned that, like, Newsmax. Like, I, I never heard of that channel beforehand. Apparently, I actually have that one. Yeah, I've but been watching been like, them. You have to take a look. I wonder how they actually are. They're actually... Look, I, I'm i not saying this to demean OEN in any way, but they're kind of OEN, both a bigger budget and bigger name guess. I mean, they've been around longer, um, and I like them both. Don't get me wrong. It's just I think Newsmax has a little bit of an edge and I think OAN's got some work to do but they'll get better and OAN's got really good people like Jack Posobiec so they still have good shit yeah uh, Alex Salvi is pretty good too like he uh, there's a couple of like OAN the thing the thing with them is they have a couple of good shows but a lot of it like the rest of the channel can be kind of um bland not not bland but like very yeah i mean not as high quality basically like very 
you know, the, the, um, the optics are kind of not. We've lost him again. What dirty word did he say? No, like I, I do, I, I do like OAN. I just don't have access to it because I have Comcast. Yeah, yeah, and I, I have Verizon, so I still have OAN. But I will say, like Newsmax, I was watching them recently. Like some of their people that I've never heard, of, like Greg Kelly, he's actually really good, and like they have some, and that's what I'm saying. Like they have some really big names, like people, a lot of people recognize, like Sean Spicer has a show on OAN. There's Greg Kelly, who's pretty good. And they have Michelle Malkin. I need to start watching her show. And I just learned they have Diamond Silk, too. Mm-hmm. So they well, have Salcedo a... has... Salcedo has a pretty good show, too. Not... I love it, though. Like, we have more competition now. Yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm yeah, I don't surprised. think... I don't think they're going to be able to compete. Like, I don't think... I, and, and also, because... I think I think another reason why Fox is trying to do their own uh, like they're trying to go moderate because they know they're not going to be able to compete and they're no longer going to be able to com- to actually compete on the conservative scale like because they're the alternative the alternative news sources are just getting better and better yeah and it's going to be and it's very difficult like look I mean you've got daily wire you've got blaze tv you've got like uh, there's a lot like they're getting good like they're these alternative sources are getting really really good and um that's tough it's gonna be t- it i don't think i don't think fox news was really gonna be able to you know compete on that level like the, despite them having the budget that they have despite having the you know the connections and whatever like you, you like there's too many uh there's too many other competitors now and they're more the reach is just better um uh, even like i don't know like and and i know fox news tried to do that fox nation thing which uh we lost him again <clears throat> shit what's going on with philly boy um, boy, 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 boy. I will fill in the gaps then. Uh, oh, he's back. He's back. You there, Phil? Yeah, yeah. This, this shit. Hold on, hold on one sec. Okay. Yeah, and I think Phil's bringing up a great point, which is there's a lot more competition now, and it's needed. It's necessary, and it's good. Everybody wins, <laughs> except Fox News. But who cares? It helps everyone get better. I know we conservatives love to talk about competition all the time, but man, we forget just how great of a thing it is. Because if we just had one, if we just had Fox News, which we did for a while, it's getting pretty stale. When you get all this competition, that's where you get things improving and you get more variety. I mean, now you have stuff on the internet that's blowing up. You even have Trump talking about making his own news media empire which i think would be fantastic and all his followers would go there i mean trump is he's a hero he's our guy he's the face of the movement the face of the party and people are going to follow him before they follow anyone else especially considering he has like what 70 million twitter followers it's no competition you still there alex did you go for your laundry 
that answers my question. Uh, but people that are watching, our viewers, what do you think? What, what's your favorite news source? Where, where do you tune? Do you turn in, tune into Blaze TV, Daily Wire, Censor.tv, uh, Infowars, Fox News, Newsmax, OAM? What's your favorite? Which one do you like? Tell us below. Like We'd love to know. I'm not a Daily Wire fan at all. I hate Ben Shapiro. He sucks. He's a total cuck. Like Candace Owens, though, she's good. Uh, but I just have no interest in the Daily Wire. Just a bunch of old, boring. Well, not, not old, but they're just boring conservatives who will who will become old and boring. Just give them enough time. But you know, it just shows you how things are changing. Is you back, Alex? Yeah, I'm back. What's up? Oh, you're back. Yeah, what do you um? Have you ever watched any of these Daily Wire people? No, I don't watch the Daily Wire. I know who runs that. <laughs> yeah, who? Uh, yeah, but Benji, who we all dislike, cause he's a total freaking cuck. But yeah, they but they brought on Candace, which I think is interesting because Candace used to talk shit on Ben Shapiro, and now she's working for him. A little sus. You there, Phil? Maybe not. Um, but they have, let's see, they have Andrew Clavin, who's all right. Michael Knowles, who's all right. Matt Walsh, who's all right. Like, all their people just look boring, though. I mean, it's not, it's like, these are not the people I'd, like, party with. Yeah, I don't think they're meant for that crowd. They're probably meant for, like, the college Republican sort of demographic yeah they're like the debate club concerts like oh we're so intelligent and formal and polite and we come in and we're like fuck that we're bold we're brash we're blunt and we're real and we're honest and we're funny and we're entertaining that's my style i think that's the style most people like even if they won't admit it yeah it's a cpac crowd right there fucking cpac so much potential such a great thing but Fucking sucks in so many ways. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you should start checking out some news, Max. But OAN's best person, uh, well, they have two really great people, but their best, in my opinion, is Jack Posobiec, and their second best is Channel Rion. She's the one that goes to the White House press briefings. Uh, she's fantastic. I really like her. But yeah. I like when I talk to Jack. He seems like a genuine guy. Yeah, he's cool. He's just really normal and really cool. I like him. I like the fact they went on to like basically no-name podcasts. You know, it's yeah. really nice when you know, people of any you know variety, whether it be politics or anything else, go to do that because it's you know it's hard getting started. You know, and it's really nice when we have that. We've been pretty lucky, like least early on. We had quite a few guests. Yeah, when we had a radio show. And I mean, and that's why I like it. It's like those people can relate. They know the struggle. And I'm not saying these Fox people don't, but like some of them do get handed to them. <laughs> like P- Peter Ducey had it hand to him because his dad worked at Fox. And I like Peter Ducey, but, you know, it just tells you how it's a different world. Yeah, and those people got a fucking silver spoon in their hand from the day they were born. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, I hope Can Fox... you guys hear me? Oh, you're back. Yeah, you know, yeah I, I'm... Issues. 
technical difficulties. Uh, it sounds like we're still having them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like I like who's next. I do. I'm starting to like it a little bit more now too. Um, I like Blaze TV too, but I mean, I mean, there's not all the time, I guess. I mean. I know, I know Daily Wire's trying to come up with their, like, I know they're trying to kind of expand their, um, their arse, like, like, their capabilities, too. Um, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a big market. There's a big market for, con, uh, for conservatives out there, and Fox News has shown that they're not you know they're not reliable when it comes to you know being actually conservative in 2020 yeah exactly yeah and we were just like looking through the you know lineup of these channels and but the thing i have with daily wire is like i think some of the people there are okay and i think it's it's a little strange that candace is now on there after trashing ben shapiro she's now on working for him but I just hate Ben Shapiro. I just can't do it. I just can't. Even though he's got some decent people working for him, I just can't. But Blaze TV has Crowder, Levin, Glenn Beck. Had Candace Owens, I guess. She's still on here. The Rubin Report's apparently on here. Phil Robertson and Lauren Chen. I really like her. And some other people I've never heard of, but yeah, they have a pretty big lineup. I never understood that that fascination with Phil Robertson. Like, was he just like he he portrayed some dude on like Duck Dynasty or something? Isn't that why he's like famous? Yeah, he, he was that Duck Dynasty show. He was the star of it, and that show was popular for some reason. I didn't get it. I tried watching, and I'm like, I don't get it. It's like one of those well, things like, I really didn't get. It was during that fucking reality TV craze, and I, I fucking hate reality TV for the most part. You know, yeah. like they had so many fucking fake reality TV shows, and they're all fucking scripted. You know, the only like reality TV show that's like not really scripted would be like Cops. <laughs> yeah. That, but that's you and know, it's that, canceled that, now because of Black Lives Matter. Yeah, and that's fucking stupid. See, now I want to like. God, I don't know how to do any of this, but like, I'd love to. I, I mean, when I say I don't know how to do it, make it like a big thing, but I'd love to make like the most like, not offensive necessarily, but I guess it would become the most offensive like movie like against the woke mob. Like it would have to be like a buddy cop movie. They'd have to like, you know, be pro Trump. You know, like somebody needs to do that. Yeah, like we just need like conservative media back like we like not just news we need to have like tv shows movies you know because i mean there are some like you can find a handful of like conservative sort of themed movies out there but they're pretty few and far in between you know and like most of them are from like the fucking 50s yeah yeah conservatives need to come up with their own shit like and 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 we've i've I'm where I'm I I'm wearing this fucking topic out and people are like, "Well, you know, you really can't do that cuz it's like, oh, well, but I mean, like 
we have to we got yeah you, you have to come up with your own shit like we have to come up like i applaud dan bongino for actually fucking doing something like that's you know investing like he's got ownership stakes in both parlor and in rumble like yeah like it's like i applaud him yeah it, can they compete with youtube eh. Uh, or twit and twitter eh, we'll see but at least he's fucking doing something about it like i i uh, i hate i hate when people are like oh man twitter fucking social media is so evil and all that and i mean keep you know, using it they shit on they shit on conservatives and then they're still fucking on on twitter like do you do you not have a parlor account do you not have like you know how about fucking talking on there how about fucking going on rumble to to share your videos on fucking rumble like yeah the, i mean it's it's like you, you you can't eventually eventually come to a point where nobody's going to take you seriously like if you're gonna just if all you're gonna do is bitch 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 and whine and don't do shit like eventually people are just going to lose interest in you and deservedly so like well here's the thing with parlor though like they seem like they're actually doing like i see a lot of people going on there like i know yeah. i i first you know made my account like months ago you know because i got kicked off of facebook which i'm finally back but you know like with parlor my issue with it is it, it, it it's dog shit like ui and there's all sorts of technical issues well yeah they're 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 they, they got They've got shit that they're and they're making improvements on it too. Like it's like there there's no there's no script for them to be able to compete. Like they're they're trying to catch up. Like 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 most of these tech most of these tech companies they have their fucking platforms and a lot of their code is trade secrets and like you know and they're not gonna they're not like parlor has an uphill climb as far as technologically speaking but i mean they could do it like at least they're doing something like i would rather i would rather be on a platform that is not that great not as great as twitter but has less bullshit like like i prefer parlor now i prefer parlor i do i and still can't because it's boring I mean, there's. It's getting. It's getting there. I mean, it, it's getting there. It's not. It's. It's. But that's that's how you have to. You know, that's how you have to see it. Like, look, it's not gonna. You like, oh, it, like this need. It has to be entertaining for me to fucking go on it. Like, no, like you're. It's getting there. Like it's. I don't know if it is, and that's the problem. Is that it's what I've seen happen that that's been happening right around the election a little bit before and accelerate after is a lot of normal everyday average joe conservative right-wingers trump supporters anybody on the right is getting banned from facebook i've i know a couple friends i can think of one two maybe three i'll include you alex four that have been banned permanently or temporarily from facebook recently and what you're seeing happening is what needs to happen i remember when milo came on our show he said like we need more banning we need accelerationism with tech censorship i totally agree with him because 
people, the average person doesn't give a shit about big tech censorship. They don't. And it's because like any issue, they don't care until it affects them. Once they saw their friends starting to get banned, once they started getting banned from Facebook, they're like, oh, guys, let's go to Parler. Let's go to an alternative. Yeah, we've been telling you this for years. My Parler account, I can bring it up. It's two years old. Like, we're all ahead of the curve on this, but we're, you know, more into this stuff than the average person. But the average person is not going to move to these until it affects them. And what's good is, and this could end up being bad, uh, Parler is clearly being funded by somebody. They had a booth at CPAC. They have a lot of big names on here that normally wouldn't give a shit about alternatives that are on it. I mean, there's a lot of people on Parler on the right. The reason I say Parler isn't getting there is because, number one, the UI, it's good. I mean, it's dark mode, which I like. And it's good enough, but it feels like a beta. And But it hasn't really changed in a year, maybe more. And when a lot of people start joining it, it crashes. And it doesn't work. That mm-hmm. is a very beta, I don't mean beta like wimpy, but like beta in terms of software sort of mm-hmm. thing that happens. And number three, the biggest thing that is not happening is lefties and most normies are not on here. And Trump is not on here. If you don't have the left on here, it's going to be a boring platform because it's just going to be an echo chamber and... It's, it's good in one sense because you have a place for all the conservatives to be, but that's what's also bad because there's not going to be any culture wars. There's not going to be any back-and-forth debate. There's not going to be the stuff we saw in, like, early Twitter, you know, pre-2016, really, pre twenty you know, election day of 2016 where you had all the cool people on there duking it out with people and actually start trending and people noticing and people paying attention that's not happening on Parler. And until the left joins Parler, which I only see happening if Trump gets banned from Twitter and moves to Parler. And even then, I don't know if Parler can handle it. It's not ready. You know, it's, I'm glad it's here, but it's, it is a long way to go. Like, it feels like it's, it's like it, like Twitter feels like the like forty five year old you know working man. He got he's got his shit together. He's got a house. He's got kids. He's got a car. Parlor still feels like a baby. Like it still feels like a baby. It's probably just entering elementary school. Well, I think the difference too is like Twitter and Facebook and all these other companies. They are able to go and hire and pay for like people that make 400 grand plus a year right. for software developers. I have a, I have a pretty good suspicion that you're not seeing that same level of investment and in quality at uh, what you call at these alternatives like Parler, like MeWe, like all stuff like Gab, all these other places. They don't have that same investment because yeah. it would fucking bankrupt them. Yeah. Well, Gab too. I, they're on some sort of different sort of networker thing. Like Jacob Wall keeps bringing it up that is better for stability that Parler isn't on. And Gab, I think, I hope that dies soon because Gab is just, it's run by a crazy guy. Like that guy's yeah. got some crazy shit he said. 
and happened. someone needs to buy look look yeah, like someone needs to buy like dissenter is like the coolest shit like if 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 parlor if parlor bought dissenter that would be fucking cool because like and then outside of that that whole fucking bullet that 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 company could probably just fuck off um because really for for as far as i'm concerned and so so some of these other people that are on gab it's like dissenter is probably the coolest thing about gab like oh is that the thing where you can go and like talk on websites right right it's where you can separate where you can separately separatively post on like post shit on like websites or whatever that's like fucking cool shit right but like um but yeah i mean it's gab but the, but at the end of the day dissenter is still connected to gab which uh gab is like i mean it was a good it was a good idea but just you're not i mean it was just poorly executed so yeah and i think mines and gab are definitely dead parlor is the way to go for an alternative social media it's yeah. where everybody's at and it's got the most yeah. big names on there but until the normies come on which they're starting to but like we need to see yeah, a to. huge acceleration bans on facebook and twitter for it to actually matter and i am so glad to see my friends getting banned on facebook i know it sounds terrible i hope i get banned i hope everybody gets banned because you need that yeah. to happen um, and speaking of, did you see Facebook removed the title president from Trump's page on Facebook? No, I didn't notice that. Now, yeah. did you also see their terms of service update that they did recently? For parlor or Facebook? Facebook. Well, what did they do now? It was like saying that like we can remove you if you cause like a legal liability to the company or something. There was some weird wording in yeah, there. Yeah, that's that's their uh yeah, that's their two thirty. That sounds like two thirty lawyers speak. Yeah, that's because uh, because they're, I think they're actively saying that yeah we're, fuck you guys we're we're a publisher now so like, they've acknowledged I think that they're they're a publisher with those terms of service Good. get fucked. I mean, well, I mean they'll they'll have legal ways around that shit. I mean, that's not. No, that's great because then you can have like any copyright holder that has their shit published there. If they're, you know, and they, it gets a lot of people played. Like you see all those fucking SpongeBob like streams and shit like that. Like Viacom can go and sue the shit out of them. Take them down. That's what we need. That's what I'm saying. I think government regulation, I'm convinced, government action is not going to work because it's not going to happen quick enough. We need people to sue big tech and bankrupt them. Get them out. Drain them. Burn them down. That, I think, is the best thing now. Get that shit going. And it doesn't need to be over censorship. Like, I think the false path conservatives are taking is that, oh, we need to sue big tech for censorship. No, 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 no. The bipartisan thing is like privacy, data, copyrights. Get the things where you can get the big money involved. Get the big corporations to sue their asses. Yeah, as long as they're considered a publisher, then I would definitely, you know, then, they, then they're going to be gone within like a fucking week if they actually lose that protection or else. Even with their AI, there's going to be issues with it. Yeah. Did you see, too, I posed this in the news section. Did you see Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman's uh, mugshots? 
Yeah, I saw that. That's funny as shit. <laughs> yeah, the previous one Jacob did, he was like grinning, and then this one Jack's like give like a Joker laugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love when we had him on. I love how Gavin McGuess was like he he replied to that and he goes only at censored TV yo are your your uh, hosts late because they're in jail. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Uh, yeah, well, I love see, these guys. Like honestly, they need to go and start consolidating with all these fucking like tech offshoots. He's like all all tech companies. Like they need to go and have some company like a conservative company buy him out. Take the good, take the best parts like the dissenter from Gab and all this other stuff, and like form it into like a couple apps. Well, that's what Jacob has been saying. I'm gonna try and find his post, but he's been saying like we need the servers from Gab and the service from Parlor mushed together, and you'd have the best of both worlds all in mm-hmm. one. And that's what, and that's what I do like about Parlor is it's finally consolidating things. I remember when I first joined it. I saw Candace Owens advertising. She says it's going to be the next big thing. I'm like, hmm, it's interesting she's saying that and how she's so confident that this sounds like some different. I joined it. It's getting big. It is getting big, though. Like, Parlor is starting to get big. Like, yeah, I was I was looking at something. I think Dinesh D'Souza now has 2 million followers on fucking Parlor, really? which is nuts. Yes, yes. Well, here's my thing with Parler, though. It, it's like a Twitter alternative, right? Yeah. So then we still need a Facebook alternative that's, like, decent. So, I mean, I, I use Facebook way more than I use Twitter. There's only so much you can get done in, like, 128 words or whatever. 240. Whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, but the thing is, for politics, the action really happens on Twitter. Like, Facebook, and I, I personally, I don't... I've One, I just... I don't like Facebook as a company, but I just don't like Facebook in general. I only go on there to see what my friends are doing and to post any cool shit I'm doing, which is rare. Uh, not saying I don't do cool things, but like I just don't like sharing shit. Facebook is such a... I just don't like it. I really don't like it. And there's like a lot of fake shit that gets spread on there. I like That's Twitter f- the most. Of all these well, platforms, Twitter is still king for me. Well, here's the thing with Facebook, though, is, like, you can go and make, like, I love the fucking groups in there. Like, that that's my favorite part of Facebook. That's like, I don't true. really post regular shit, mm-hmm. but, like, to the fucking groups, you can find groups of people, group, like, the Messenger app is in itself pretty, pretty nice. I mean, I've, I've been using Discord more now, but if I want to reach out to someone, and, and just the fact that you can, it's almost like a, a yearbook sort of thing, or, like, a, you know, contact list by name of all these people that I do know. I want to go and reach out to someone if someone has a birthday. Like Twitter, yeah. you know, I, I just don't fucking use it because, you know, I, I I just don't really see the appeal. Like you go and just start, sh- like you just go and talk on there, but then you can get, get kicked off for all the stupid reasons. And well, I don't what know, I like think about least, Twitter I mean, too is that it is the place for if you want to find what somebody is saying, you go there. If you want to find out what Donald Trump is saying, you go to Twitter. If you want to find out what uh, Lady Gaga saying you go to where like it is the place where everybody is talking. It is like the public square, even though the yeah, company sucks. I could just go to Facebook though and see what they post. Like, cause usually they just compose what they say on Twitter there. Like Donald Trump's Facebook page usually has like whatever tweet like he'll post it on there as well. 
It does. Um, but there are a lot of like celebrities that will only use Twitter and not use Parler. Or I mean, well, none of them use Parler. Um, but won't use Facebook. The one celebrity that does use Parler, I need to point this out because I don't know why nobody else is talking about it. Um, let me find it. Uh, Gina Car- Carano, if I'm pronouncing her name right. Uh-huh. Um, she is one of the stars on The Mandalorian. She plays the the woman on The Mandalorian that's like the bounty hunter type person. I, I forget what exactly she was. I just remember she was cool and she helped The Mandalorian. She, when I saw this, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Um, I've, I've seen some of her Twitter posts before and she seems conservative, but she said, you can join me over at Parlor app. And I'm like, what? No way. She's not parlor. She, and I like tweet tweet. I'm like, like, uh, I said like her character's name, like she's a Trump supporter. Like absolutely hundred percent. You see the shit she posts. I'm like, I can't believe she still has jobs in Hollywood. <laughs> like she was mocking Democrats and all kinds of shit. I'm like, yes, that's what we need. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, apart from just the social media, I think we really do need to start consolidating with like the YouTube alternatives too. Like, I think you met, mentioned like what, like buzzer or something or Bill, what was the name of that Rumble. one? Rumble. Yeah. Like I know like bit shoots been, uh, been out there for a while. I'm not really sure what a uh, Bumble's sort of shtick is, but well, you have, I mean, in terms of video, you have Bandot video for Infowars, you have censor.tv for Gavin and all those people. And you have BitChute, just kind of like a YouTube alternative, but it's shit. And you have rumble, which seems pretty good, except it doesn't have live stream, which is a big thing. And then you have D live. Like, let's not forget D live is a Twitch alternative. It's probably the most successful video. If you want to include streaming and video, video alternative to the big tech. Is D Live even really like alt tech though? Oh yeah. They're the low they're the low guy. Did they like allow conservatives on there? Here's the thing with that. They mostly do. Like let me their line's a bit weird. So on the one hand they have Nick Fuentes and all the Groypers on there, and they're still streaming, but they banned Alex Jones. Yeah, see, I don't like that. I don't either. I don't trust them. That's bad. But it is better than Twitch, and it's better than YouTube in some ways. Well, I've seen with BitChute, like, uh, who is that? Sticks, X, and Hammer. He's doing really, I think, one of their better ones on there. I think he's. He's doing really good on there, and I know a lot of gun YouTubers are starting to move to uh, BitChute recently too, because of some of YouTube's like arbitrary and frankly stupid, uh, you know, rules of, about that. Like, I I do like BitChute. It's not perfect, you know. I it's still like it. it's still in its infants. Like, I mean, it doesn't have the bandwidth of, of YouTube, and you're not going to constantly. I don't even think I don't even think YouTube even makes a profit. So it's going to be a tough thing to really do. You really need you you really need to tap into. You need to tap into advertising, which Rum Rumble kind of does. Mm. Rumble kind of does. I'm not sure. I'm not sure specifically the broadness of of their monetization policy, but like 
but you're going to need like if you're going to compete with youtube you have to have some sort of monetization policy yes you're no right you're not gonna you're not gonna compete if it's just like a well fuck it we'll, we'll just do a subscription service or some shit like that it's not that shit ain't gonna fucking fly like you, you need a legit uh monetization policy that competes and and it's gonna be hard because um because youtube's part of alphabet i mean and like well, the way that youtube like youtube i think google just almost runs it on loss right now yeah yeah they, they, well they're they're taking that they're willfully taking that loss so there's no other competitor like that that's it's kind of like it's kind of like amazon like amazon itself isn't isn't really making money like the amazon website isn't really making making money it's the aws is fucking killing it yeah and like i think that they are making money now like they used they took them a while they did especially right now they're incredible like they have got to the point where it is good now but it took them a while same thing with like google i think it took them like 10 years to make their first you know in the green but once you do get there, it becomes exponentially, you know, easy to make money. Like Twitter, like it, it took them a while to go make money on Twitter too. But like now they're actually doing pretty well, I think. But I don't know, like Twitter. Well, a lot of that, a lot of that, there's other money going into into, into the these websites too. Like there's a, that's the 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 way that they're the way that they're making money now is like is much more like like there's a lot more dirty money going into fucking you know these other sites versus versus what it used to be but i think if you if they want to make money what you could do you know like for uh you'd have to like almost have it have that service be bundled with like another service like uh have parlor do a fucking decent video thing and then they can kind of like merge them both together so you can like you know, carry over your advertiser stuff. You're not going to be, I mean, really it's, it's, it's going to be tough creating something that actually, because you're, you're going to require the cost of creating a site like that are high, incredibly high. So you're going to, well, also who's going to want to add like your pool of advertisers is going to be extremely limited. Yes, there's going to be people like gun companies and um, pharmaceuticals. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube can get away with it. YouTube can get away with it because they already have the infrastructure in place. Because because they already have they already have like large server infrastructures in place, like with the uh, like you know with Google with Google Cloud with all that. Like there, there's a lot there's a lot that they already have like you're not it's going to be tough for somebody like rumble to compete with them on that scale right now and they have the and the and they have the ad google has the advertising they have the ad sense already in place which well, is think, a big one too well 
Well, I think that's how they make their money off of YouTube because well, it's advertising. Like... Yeah, but but I mean, you have to like that's part of your that's that's good that that that's part of the monetization policy. Like you got you have to be able to advertise in order to you know have a a real legitimate monetization policy. And Google already has already has all of those things. Like and they have them yeah. run them incredibly well. So you're it's going to take like for you know it's going to take a little bit of time if you're if you're trying to compete on that scale like or even just be remotely competitive well like, keep in mind too like this is the, always the thing i always bring up is that yeah these alternatives are great to have but you know even like consider if you're banned from the mainstream platforms you're losing most of your audience look at dave rubin so Dave Rubin on YouTube has 1.4 million subscribers. 1.44. It's basically 1.5 million subscribers. On BitChute, mm -hmm. which has a shitty UI and compared mm -hmm. to YouTube when I look at it, it makes me not want to use it. He has only 15,000 subscribers. Mm -hmm. That is so small compared to what he has on YouTube. Why would he switch to an alternative? And that's the inevitable problem. Sticks Hammer does better than most. He definitely does better than most. On YouTube, he has 476,000 subscribers, basically half a million. But still, you go to BitChute, he's only got like a fifth of that. He's got 107,000, which is better than most people on BitChute, but it's still not good. You're still losing most of your audience. And I think what you need to do though is like if you want to get people to go onto your bit shoes you need to go and like you can simulcast but you need to do exclusives through that platform yeah that's part of it yeah you need to do exclusive you need to give them a reason that's the thing is nobody has a incentive to move to alternatives and that's the biggest hurdle and it's like also the the the, the incentives and the network effect like when I go on YouTube, I have Lions Tactics, Jay's Two Cents, Cinema Sins, uh, Keemstar, uh, all these other people. They're non-political because most people don't make all their YouTube life about politics. So when it's getting split off like that, it's, it's people like staying in one place to view everything, you know. And it just makes it's, it's such a bad problem. Yeah. So how do we fix this network effect? You have to destroy big stab tech. You have to say, you have to continue. Stab. Well, well, real, real. I mean, you. And this is something that I that I break away from a lot of conservatives on. I feel like, I feel like, we. I've felt like this from the very beginning. We need some sort of internet bill of rights. We do. I don't think it's going to happen. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah, the government's I, bought and paid for by big tech. So I, my yeah. recent conclusion is that, well, government's not going to do anything. They're they're too stupid, too slow, and too uh, shilly. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. So, I mean, I hope it happens. Don't get me wrong. I'd still no, push for it. There's, there's ways they can. It's by bankrupting it. by, And it's getting close. Like, I heard that, like, Facebook was considering, because of GDPR, like, getting out of the eu well that's what i hope i hope mm -hmm. we bankrupt big tech and destroy them i think it's the only thing and then if conserves are ready which i hope that's what parlor can kind of set them so I, I what i hope is the alternatives can be ready for when big tech fails to swoop up and bring the normies over 
I hope that's what they can do. But, you know, that's that's a hard thing to do when you're framed as the evil conservative uh, social media network. When right now it's big tech has got a big grapple on everything and you got to destroy them or else you're you're screwed. I mean, it, the network effect cannot be broken unless the network is broken. I think is the best way to put it. So, well, sue I, Google, sue Facebook, sue Twitter, sue them all. Well, I think, you know, we have this uh, who's that a uh, J Javen Ho said ha- so many biased people on Twitter. But no, I think what we need to go and do too is we need to get people, you know, who are your software developers to go and start looking at these companies you know like we need to go and because i i can tell you probably a lot of people out of fucking california can be wanting to work with these companies like you know if you're conservative and you're still in college and you're not sure what you want to do in college get a fucking tech degree because who you know we need to have people running this a lot of people a lot of these leftists would never like even if they got paid good money would not work for a company that is so far like is conservative so that's the other thing too it's like we need to start developing like a right-wing silicon valley yeah you need to infiltrate them too you know that's where like there are people like me they're like i i can't stay quiet like i can't keep my mouth shut about these things but you need people that can that can work their way up in the system and then when they get to the top you're like oh by the way we're bringing milo back on this platform we're bringing alex jones back and the whole company loses its shit. Well, that's the other way, too, around that. Investors. You know, even if you're not into tech, you know, conservatives, we need to go and start trying to go and consolidate wealth and then, you know, fucking buy a majority share, like start to get majority shares in these companies. You know, start pulling your investments together. Create like a fucking right wing, like a holding company or something or like investment company. And do a hostile takeover of these fucking companies, just buy majority of their shares and start changing their policies. Like, you'd have to start, like, with one pre-loan to totem pole at first. But once you get enough shares, you can um, you can basically, like, fuck over, like, you can get a different CEO, and then you can start, like, if you have a majority, you can pretty much do whatever the hell you want. So buy out big tech. Yeah, that, that's an option. Like, you'd have to, like, Twitter would probably be the first one, because I think they're not doing like compared to all the other ones they're not nearly as profitable you know so that that would be an, an option too for you know if we can't get enough people in tech on the right wing conservative side yeah. would be to you know get involved there I like just... i know who was that, that one guy that trump worked with it was like was oh you're thinking killer. of a peer teal I don't think it was, it was just like one dude that like, I think he had on somewhere for a little bit. It was a friend of his and he would like basically do hostile takeovers of companies all the time. Yo, who is this guy? I forget, but he he was like pretty famous for fucking over companies like that. You're not seeing a Scaramucci, are you? No, 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 no. It was like, he was a big like New York like investment person. Carl Icahn maybe? Yeah, that's who it was. Yes. You need more people like that, but like super right one. Yes. Just start taking. And it doesn't have to be just a big tech. Like do with a, like just pull a bunch of wealth together. Form that like investment company. 
you know, and then just start having fun. Well, you, when you say other things, like, did you see shit like uh, Ubisoft, uh, which makes Assassin's Creed? They, oh, I forget what it was. I'm trying to, I'm going to find it. But there was some controversy where they, they used, like, one word that somebody thought was ableist, and they fucking apologized for it. What? Yeah. It's about so fucking I, Vikings, too. That's so fucking stupid. I remember when I was in the debate club, like, I got yelled at for saying crazy because that was an ableist term. I was, that was my last day. I went and I just fucking walked out after and I was like, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> this is one of the most stupid fucking things out there. He's just saying crazy is ableist. Yeah, I was with, like, Harry at that time. I, like, walked out, had a cigarette, and just, like, left. <laughs> Dude, I wish... See, that's our lost episode. Like if, if we were to ever like you know like when tv shows have like their lost episodes like our legit lost episode was the one with harry uh you know i'm on my facebook back i have to go and talk to him i'll see if i can get him on another time yes we can redo that shit yeah i'm I'm fine to tweet right now and i'm gonna pull it up but like it was pretty cocky oh i found it oh my god this shit is bad um, so I'll put up on the screen here for the people to see, but I like Assassin's Creed, but obviously it's fucking like Gamergate 2.0 here, more SJWs in gaming. So this person with, oh God, so Courtney Craven, I don't even know if that's her real name. So their profile picture, uh, is that even a girl? It's like a person thing with a mohawk that's the rain it's a rainbow mohawk okay it's multicolored mohawk with a dog oh god and they said i didn't include this in my hashtag assassin's creed valhalla impressions piece but it's equally important to address this is a character description of the game it's absolutely unacceptable to talk about facial differences this way writers for games and otherwise need to do better her and this is what it says. Horribly burned in a childhood accident. Uh, Error Forwin is terrified someone will see her disfigured face. She relieves her fury with bursts of violence. That's what I'm talking about. But... Oh, fuck. <laughs> what's, what's wrong? So you, like, disfigured. Like, that person legitimately word. has a disfigured face. Like, what else are you supposed to say? The person with a face that was burnt to a crisp oh my god did she you know maybe they wanted to say a chip because they're from english or something <laughs> well here's this is what assassin's creed said they said thank you so much for pointing this out we apologize for unintentionally reinforcing ableism through this language we will remove this language in an upcoming update so they're gonna make a whole fucking update we're we're gonna you remove this it? term her face was screwed up. Her face was burnt, and it just removed this figure. It was differently formed. <laughs> Scarred. <laughs> Involuntarily uh, adjusted. Sir Lazy Cat replies, <laughs> yeah. Like, it defeats the whole purpose. Like, you can have a fucking What? Like, you can have a face that's fucked up like that. You know, it doesn't have to be, like... I don't even see how it's a fucking ableist thing. Like, that's a legitimate tragedy. There's a reason why people have facial reconstructive surgery nowadays. Because, you know, you know what a disfigured face looks like. Wouldn't that be badass, like, in the time of Vikings, though? 
like yeah. type of disfigured faces like oh yeah you've probably seen some shit yeah you see their rainbow mohawk and it's like Ugh. It's oh, sir lazy cat replies yeah i think ivor losing his parents and then set on a at, out to avenge them was disrespectful to all the people who lost their parents because this implies that they're all revengeful and hate persons and unable to forget oh my god i hope i think that was a troll it is a troll a i know it deserves yeah. a like. Oh god, the Donald <laughs> says, "Well, I guess I'll. Well, I was gonna buy this one. Guess not." Yeah, fuck, fuck Ubisoft, man. Like they've really gone downhill. Like I, I can't stand that. That's so, you know, so out of the realm of what ordinary people say and do. I know. You know, it's like. It'd be one thing if, like, they called him, you know, like, oh, this person was a pansy or something, or, you know, other words you can't see on YouTube, but, like, you know, saying that this person has a disfigured, a disfigured face and saying that's, like, ableist. ableist. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a new one. <laughs> the but, people like, are having all... fun in the comments. Like, one person, Donception, says, may as well remove all the killing while you guys are at it. Yeah, it's violence. You know, especially if it's you know if, if there's a woman they have to go and kill, it's violence against women. God, <laughs> okay, another person says, I'm not blonde and I feel excluded and offended. Can you please remove all the blondes from the game? Uh yeah, thank you very much for helping us to be visible. Make them make everyone black. No, make them all blonde haired and blue eyed. <laughs> make your own red haired, because they're the most fucking rarest fucking one. <laughs> You know, they get discriminated. They get discriminated against all the time. Like, let's be real fucking redheads. Oh, this is good. This one says, How long until you can't kill people in Assassin's Creed game because it, quote, unintentionally reinforces violence? <laughs> or change the name of the game because Assassin is a bad thing? There's too much. Another person says, There's too ass in Assassin. And as someone with no ass, I'm darn triggered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's getting ridiculous. Like, at some point, they're going to keep going, following this fucking rabbit hole. It's going to be a walking simulator. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, all you've got to do is walk around and, like, jump on the buildings. But, in a way, you can't do that because that's, you know. That's ableism. Yeah, they make people in wheelchairs feel pretty fucking bad. So, you'd have to go, go around in a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> like, ancient Greece or something. Just go and stroll around, like, a fucking, like, stone wheelchair. <laughs> Instead of attacking people, you go and um, you um you, you tone police them. Yeah, you go and find the people who are racist, and you go and like hit them with your wheelchair. Well, meanwhile, in another game, though, in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, that there's um some of their customization has been revealed, and not only is this game like crazy detail in many ways, but like you can customize. Apparently, they're saying you can now customize your teeth and nail length, nail length, but also you can customize your genitalia size. Yeah, someone told me. Yeah, I remember they told me about that a while ago. So you can make like some fucking Chad. You know, he's got. He's like, big doing, teeth. Like, a Twelve-foot <laughs> By the time that game comes out, you'll probably have your computer built. <laughs> Dude, my computer will be fucking, like, out of date by the time this game comes out. It'll be 2077 by the time the fucking game comes out. Uh, well, that's why they put in the title. They were telling people the release date, you know? They're, they're teasing it. 
I mean that that's the, that's been a running joke with this game. They're like, yeah, it's probably not gonna come out till twenty seventy seven, isn't it? See, that's what happens. Like, I, I, I do like smaller publishers because I fucking hate the big ones. But, like, that's the risk you have because these people, obviously, you know, they probably got off more than they could chew and they were a little bit overly ambitious. They were extremely release... ambitious with this game. Well, and they released, like, nine different versions of the fucking game. Like, I would have just done it for the new consoles, honestly. Well, and they also, too, like, what's really crazy about this game, to me, this is the craziest level of, like, detail, other than all this stuff. There's two things. Number one, unlike with, like, GTA, every single building you can go inside and interact with. Every single one. And every single NPC. So for all you non-gamers out there, it's the characters in the game that you're not playing as. CNN reporters. <laughs> yes. Every single CNN reporter in this game, aka NPC, has a backstory, has a life that they're living, and they're living like an actual character in the game. Like they have a birth to death, like whole story, plan, everything for every fucking character. I think they've done that, but like there's been other games with that before, but like I'm pretty. But not sure. the scale. Like you mentioned GTA did a lot of that. Elder Scrolls. It's wild. It's gonna be a wild game. I hope. I hope because there's a chance like it disappoints. But they've hyped the shit out of it. But I mean, I, invest, I, I bought some in investment in that company. So I love that company. Else. You haven't even played any of their games. You haven't even played The Witcher yet. Yeah, but I still love it. <laughs> But you don't know if you do. Like it's like especially like play the first play the first two. The first one's in order. Yeah, I hear they're not that great. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the only I mean the, I actually did like the second one, but it was basically a fucking demo, demo size game. The thing I the reason I say I love the company is because yeah, even though I haven't played their games, like I've heard really good things and I bet I'm gonna enjoy their games. I just love the idea of any outsider thing. Like any like not necessarily like an underdog i mean they are basically an underdog but they're like you said they're not like the big guys but they're still doing cool shit and they're still doing innovation it's like it's like the tesla of video games it's not like the other girls <laughs> uh there's something else i was gonna mention i think i'd do with video games i'm already forgetting what it was but you didn't you want to talk about your uh, new gaming computer oh do we it? have to talk about that yeah I mean, that seems like, you know, you could you can even make your own, like, little series. Dear Diary. Announce that to the world. Announce you can go and shout out. Yeah, Talk about my... your new experience. My PC Diary. Yeah, going the gaming the gaming computer. So, after somebody peer pressured me uh, indirectly into something, which he never does with anything I do, I finally said, all right. I have the money. It's a great time to make a gaming PC. And I mean, I I've been thinking about it a little bit, like considering it. But once you start talking me into it, Alex, I was like, yeah, it's not a bad idea. Like, I do want to play Cyberpunk. I do want to play all these games I bought. Like, I I'm out of college. I have money. Why not? It's you only know, live once. Why not? So as you can see on the screen here, this is my build so far. I the only thing that might change is the power supply because I've been hearing some 
things not so promising about that power supply. I hear it's a very good power supply, but I hear the cables are too stiff. So I might look in, I'm going to research power supplies more after this, but uh, we're looking at an AMD Ryzen 5900X, which is a 3.7 gigahertz 12 core processor. Future fucking proof to the max. Well, not to the max, not fucking thread rip or anything like that, but it's, it's really good. Should last me 10 years. That's what I'm trying to do here is like put, if you're going to put money down a PC, I, I, I think it's stupid not to put um, it down to last because you're just going to spend more money. Um, and then MSI X570 uh, Tomahawk Wi-Fi motherboard. One of the best motherboards out there at a very affordable price. It says 300 there, but it's actually around 200. It's being marked up because it's on the Amazon Marketplace. Patriot Viper Steel, 16 gigabytes, DDR4, 4,000 memory. You talked me into getting faster memory, Alex, and I did. So that's pretty affordable for that. Um, and a Samsung 1 terabyte SSD, NVMe, uh, Seagate, 4 terabyte hard drive, and a, I couldn't have the Corsair M, RMX uh, 850 watt, 80 plus gold power supply. Because that should be playing up power for the PowerNet NVIDIA GeForce RTX 380 graphics card. And the Fractal Design Meshify case. I'm I'm learning a lot. I will say that. It's a good learning experience. I I did not want to just buy a PC already built for me. I wanted to build it myself. Because I like, I like doing some things yeah, like that. Don't, don't fucking buy those. Especially from like fucking CyberPower PC and the system integrators, man, they fuck you over. But the one good thing is, I think they actually do have those 3080s in supply. That's, you know, but that's a very niche issue for right now. <laughs> yeah, as people can see on here, literally my, uh, the graphics, the GPU, the CPU, and the motherboard are all sold out everywhere. It's insane. Like, really insane. Like, this is like the best, this is a very solid build. Even like, um, Jay's two cents lines, tech tips, and Paul's hardware. I've recommended a lot of these parts. Paul's hardware had a very similar build. It was recommending. He literally made a video saying, This is the best PC that you can't get right now. And that's where we're at. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty badass once it comes out. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I, I'm not a PC guy. Probably after this, I still won't be. I will only use it for gaming, probably, and maybe I'm some other heavy tasks. You will be able to do, yeah, you're going to be able to do with the streaming and with the, uh, with all that shit, you will be able to do much better video rendering on that than any, any Macintosh, like, outside of their, like, The Mac Pro. Pro. Like, the, yeah, the fucking server thing, that's overpriced. It's not a server thing. It is kind of overpriced, but... But even beast. then, it'll probably still be better unless you paid, like, the $20,000 version. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Look, I, I am excited for when I get a new MacBook Pro because those are way higher spec than the one I have now. Eight cores, a CPU and GPU, uh, faster memory, faster SSD, better screen. It's I, I can't wait for that. Longer battery life, 20-hour battery with their new M1 chip, their Apple Silicon M1 chip. Really excited for that, but I, I'm excited for this thing because I will finally have a solid streaming thing and i'm not going to reveal my trade secrets to the world here of what we have planned but follow uncensored america that's all i'm going to say go on twitter go on facebook youtube everywhere i have accounts up 
followed on Censored America because we might have some really cool stuff that we're going to be utilizing this for. I see this as an investment. It's not just a fun thing. It's an investment. It's something I'm going to use, hopefully, to um, fight some culture wars. Oh, yeah, man. Fight some culture wars and do some game streaming, some real big boy game shit. Well, and that's the thing. It's like one thing I'll say, and I'm not really copying the Groypers on this, and I'm going to get accused for that, but, like, Conservatives should, like, fucking shoot the shit on video games. Like, I don't know why that's not a thing. Like, Charlie Kirk would be a million times cooler if he was at night firing up Call of Duty and shooting the shit with people online. He'd be a million times cooler. But he doesn't want to do it. I don't know if he knows what Call of Duty is, to be honest. But I'm telling you, it'd be a fun thing to do. So we hope to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty badass. You're gonna have to do fucking build video. You're gonna have to go and do like a vlog. Vlog that shit. Vlog that shit. Oh, God. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Get some content. Like, you know, that's the other thing, too, now. Like, now, like, as of like an hour ago, you know, you, you should have some more spare time. Yeah, my job has ended. Uh, I just realized that. Yeah, my job is over. My campaign job is no more. So, and that's why I was thinking of doing this because I have some money. I want to I wanna get back into gaming because I think it's a great time to get back into it with some exciting games coming out. Finally, some exciting ones. And I think video games and specifically streaming, like, it's just blown up. I know Jay's Two Cents was saying at Microsoft he's never seen as many people interested in PCs, buying PCs. I think COVID's a part of that. It's like people are looking for something to do, and that's kind of why I got into Minecraft more. But I just... I think it's a like we saw this in Gamergate. Like it's just a great, it's such a under like I want to say underrated, like under thought of like medium to connect with people, have fun with some cool people. Yeah, no, it definitely is. It's not enough people fucking do it. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Like not enough like political people do it like i think the only other the only person politically does who did one was like fucking aoc i think she's the latter of uh, the suspect yeah and look 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 and we talked about this like when i saw that and maybe that subconsciously made me like want to get a piece a a gaming pc more was like i'm seeing that i'm like that's so fucking smart that's so good like if we had trump like doing weekly twitch streams be the coolest shit trump ever work with him but i think for like another conservative yes. who's like not a, yeah like that that wouldn't work with trump <laughs> yeah no i know i know it's not his thing and it kind of really doesn't fit his brand but like a younger up-and-coming conservative and, and aoc like i i don't care what people say about her she is very smart with social media and connecting people online that's just so cool i'm sorry it makes me like her more and i don't like her at all i have mild respect for her but that sort of stuff makes you like them more. So I think it's I think it'd be cool if we can kind of build a conservative gaming culture. Right wing gaming network. Yes, right wing gaming squad. That's what we need to fucking do. do I mean, it's game. a very populist thing too. Like we're all about this populism. Like gaming is like something that's super relatable. It's super of the people. And, you know, I think we could we could have a lot of cool shit with it. There's a lot of fun stuff you could do. 
and a lot of these like people like PewDiePie is like he's a gamer and he's yeah that's how he started isn't he uh, and, that, and that's mostly what he does yeah and he's not conservative but he is anti PC he is pro fun he's he's kind of an ally you know yeah, that's how Leafy started too like he was with the Minecraft servers yeah exactly and that's what I'm saying like this is a great market to be in Sargon plays games like it's great I, I think we could have some real fun with this so that's what I'm saying this is not just a fun thing like I would probably get a little tired of video games and my point in my life it was just a fun thing what's this in the chat there's some conspiracy oh we have some conspiracies brewing let's go uh hog mob says check out the video quote 24 proofs donald trump is the antichrist by brother james key proving with bible scripture i don't know about that (laughs) that's uh that's the uh has the hot takes for today that's an interesting uh statement right there I mean, he. We all do joke. He is God Emperor Trump, but I don't think anybody's uh, calling Antichrist Trump just yet. Yeah, I mean, hopefully he just kind of stays in there. And you know, like, I don't care, man. I I just want to see fucking God Emperor Trump. Yes. Democracy's overrated. I like democracy. I know. Like, I'm gonna get a little uh, shit from the authoritarian right now. I like democracy. Or sorry, I like republics let me rephrase that i like republics okay i'm i'm searching this on youtube and it's not coming up you probably go to like you know oh wait i found it i found it it's probably about the middle east stuff i I have a feeling it's gonna be about that because there was some stuff in revelations i haven't gotten there in the bible i just finished up another book the other day i don't know if you ever read like brent weeks it was like uh Oh, you're reading books too. I I read it like I don't know, man. I I did. I read book like I read that book. It's it was like almost a thousand pages, so it was taking me a little while to finish it. But and there was like part of five book anthologies, so that took me a real fucking long time to get rid of to finish reading all those books. But I finally did. It's a good book. I I like that author. It was it was fantasy. Okay, this this fucking video that this person recommended, first of all, it's one year old, but it's in 480p, and it's 3x4 on YouTube in 2020. It's probably made by, like, you know, some, like, Bible, like, counselor or something on, and, on okay. their, like, 2,000-year-old computer. Well, in the, in the video, too, I'll DM it to you. Um, the guy when he's talking has some weird ass filter on it that's like looks like a fucking like you know one of those Apple photo booth like filters that's supposed to be like oh this is like a comic book let's read this oh god (laughs) going down the rabbit hole it's too fucking (laughs) I bet there are Q people following this too I'm sorry, like, I'm not a religious person, and I like Christianity, but, like, this sort of stuff is what turns people <laughs> off from religion. I love conspiracy theories. Oh, my God, he's usually, like, one day's movie maker. See what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. That's a movie maker tax. Let's get this guy on here. Let's start fucking... <laughs> let's, let's do this. Yes, yeah, actually... Like the 
um, what's who's the person comment is hog mob if you know this person this brother James Key and you can get him on the show like, we'd like to talk to him it's like the Willard Preacher had a YouTube channel <laughs> yes. yo we should get the Willard Preacher to do like Twitch streams with us let's see if he's a gamer I don't think he would do that or he get like kicked out for like saying God hates gay people or something <laughs> we get We'd get demonetized and banned in one like fucking swoop at that night. Man, the Willard Preacher needs something else. Yo, we should get him on. Yo, 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 with Uncensored America, like when we do like speaking events, we should like fucking like get him to tour the country. Yes. Oh my god, that'd be funny. That'd be funny. He's, he's something like I give that guy a lot of credit. He's got balls, dude. He says like he can make you laugh. Like at one time, like lesbians, he was like, you know, what do they use their vaginas for? They like hide stuff in there, like secrets. There's some weird stuff. I remember the one time when he was just like talking about sex. He's like, if you can't get laid here, you can't get laid anywhere. He said it was easier to get pussy at like Penn State than it is to get like fresh, like real orange juice. Not wrong. We didn't say plus you. So it's easier to have sex at Penn State than to get fresh orange juice over here. He said some too about like mammals and whales. I haven't written down some are so funny. He's like the difference between us and mammals. Like said something like that. It was just like fucking funny. He needs to live stream that. Like his like daily things dude somebody should like he'd be the biggest like streamer in like fucking pennsylvania you'd have to put that like bit shoot because he does use a lot of homophobic language <laughs> he uses a lot I of biblical think... language you mean yeah i don't think youtube would be very kind on that or it'd be like demonetized to shit no have him like stream the d live What's we should google let me google the willard preacher and see what comes up let's get off my pc build my expensive pc build uh and hopefully it's under 2000 that's the fucking goal let's see who is the willard preacher preaching to the people that's who he's preaching to let's unpost that what let's unpost that that was a willard... collegian article why is it showing this bullshit the ap has called the presidential race for Joe Biden. See more on Google. Now, fuck no, you. Fuck off. No. Get that out. Yeah, we haven't over. called on real news. We have yeah, not. Yeah, we don't call it. Yeah, it ain't fucking happening, buddy. <laughs> Yo, so this fuck is... Fuck off YouTube. Susan Wojcicki, you can go and, you know, not screw with us, please. Oh, speaking of Susan Wojcicki screwing with people, Tim Pool had Alex Jones on a couple days ago. And he unlisted the video, and then, like, less than 24 hours, YouTube removed the video. YouTube I Well, here's what happened. So there was a part where Alex Jones said something that Tim also misinterpreted, and YouTube supposedly misinterpreted as Alex... They thought Alex said that he wanted firing squads on Bill Gates. <laughs> 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 he didn't say that he was being sarcastic because he was talking about if you look at the full context he was saying Bill Gates and this is true you can look this up as he says 
Bill Gates was funding these polio vaccine and other vaccines that actually had 80% like fatality rates or something crazy. They were like hurting people like that took them like most of them that were taking these vaccines. So he was saying like, oh, Bill Gates is unleashing firing squads on people. And so he then said like, yeah, uh, we need, uh, what did he say? Um, he said something like, uh, we need firing squads. I agree with Bill Gates. And it's obviously sarcastic. And he says right afterwards, I'm being sarcastic. And Tim goes, you can't say that. And Alex's like, I'm being sarcastic. But they misinterpreted him saying he wanted firing squads on Bill Gates. That's funny. So, yeah. So there's going to be an interesting battle with that. There's a video from Onward State. says, Willard Preacher on Jesus is King. That's that the like fucking Kanye album. Uh, is he on it? No, no, no. He's saying, like, his opinion on it. I've been like I've been pretty cool for the preacher was actually on that album. Not gonna lie. He likes it. Oh, you think the Lord Preacher is not gonna like an album that says Jesus is King? <laughs> Although you know, like I guess it would depend on which denomination. I I think he's like Russian or Greek Orthodox or something and. Doesn't really like the Catholics very much. He always has that same fucking red hoodie. Oh my god, this is funny. They like played like lyrics and they had him like have his take on it. Like, if it was accurate, if he liked it. Oh. Oh my god, does he have, like? Is his mask something like really funny? Oh my god, what's his mask? I wonder if, like, he has a math that says, like, <laughs> like God doesn't like gay people or something, or, like, you're going to hell. Or fuck facts. <laughs> oh, my God. He, he would do something it. like that. Yeah, oh, I yeah, see his he... mask. I see it. And by the way, we have no problem with gay people. Just throwing that out there, YouTube. Yeah, that was, that was what the Willard Preacher would say, because he does He does not like gay people. I disagree with him on that. He says, he says gay people burn in hell multiple times a day for probably the last 30 years. So, you know. Well, I'm on yeah. his, um, there's a collegiate article from October, late October. Oh, yeah, it's like a few days ago, a few weeks ago. He has like a tan, like, uh, one of those neck mask things. Like, yeah, I'll send this shit to you. You know, one a of those. Gator. What? A gator? Is that what they call it? I think that's what they call it. Yeah, it's the one that's actually worse than like not wearing a mask at all. He would. I mean, that's what like a lot of runners use. It says Cattell, sixty-three, often preaches about abortion, homosexuality, and drunkenness. Sounds about right. I mean, that's a pretty common thing over here. I wonder how many like how many abortions happen at like as as a result of uh, sorority girl behavior. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be interested in that. Cause I'm pretty sure they're probably like <laughs> they probably sent all their like oh my god. If there was like a Planned Parenthood state college, they're probably the ones funding it just yes. with all their fucking usage of it. They're they're a very interesting bunch of people. Oh yeah, I've had so, some run-ins with the uh, Planned Parenthood people um, from Penn State. Not not in the way you're thinking. No, I didn't get any abortions. <laughs> <laughs> We, we, we run into them protesting on campus and they kicked us out. They tried to kick us out of one of their meetings, which was funny. 
Isn't that like a government-funded organization? Yes. Yeah, I don't think they can kick you out. Like, just, like, unless you disrupt it or well, something. Well, the, the more important thing is that these were public classrooms, and the meeting was put on 25 Live, and they said it was open to the general public. They advertised it, so people could come in, but they just didn't want us in because we were conservative. Yes, yes. And then was it, like, not even Planned Parenthood? Was there was, like, Next Gen? It, yeah, that's the interesting thing, is that Planned Parenthood booked the room, but it was a meeting for Next Gen. Which, yeah, you should report that because that's violating the terms of service, I think, of 25 Live. Yeah, I don't know how that worked because I know when I was trying to make Uncensored America and I was running into some hurdles, I thought, what if we made it an outside organization? Could we book shit still? And they told us, no, you can't book any rooms as an outside organization, which I don't know how others get the exemption for that because I know there are other outside groups that had been able to. But we, you know, had to deal with that mess. And then, um, what the fuck what was I going to say? I'm losing my track. Oh, the funniest thing, too, is Next Gen actually reached out to Uncensored America and said, like, hey, you want us to do a presentation on how to register voters? I'm like, <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, last time we talked to you, you guys ran away. I think you guys were talking to the wrong club. I'm not saying we don't want people registering to but you're not going to want us to be registering they're going to give you the wrong way to register people to vote the funny thing is I could like fact check the shit out of them on that like yeah I'm working on a campaign right now I know how this shit works yeah I'm probably going to say like exactly the wrong way oh you have until you know fucking this day to register to vote it'll be like the day before the election saying yeah no yes it'll give you all the wrong information and so that you could like fuck it up yes Dude, fuck their organization. Next Gen's probably the cuckiest like org I think I've ever seen. I I've know. seen some pretty cucky places. Like, man, like they literally ran away because too many conservatives showed up. They have no oh, background. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny when in 2016 they they held that meeting that had like what two people plus a reporter and the oh, the fucking Trump Club. We came in hijack that shit i mean well we didn't hijack it like we just sat there but it what we just showed up and it literally triggered them yeah we we showed up it triggered them they felt like they were being hijacked i should phrase it that way because we didn't do anything just sit there and then whip out our hats and they couldn't handle it and they rage quit yeah they wouldn't even like because they had stuff like swag they're giving out they're like oh you guys can't take us like okay and then we had someone infiltrate it. Yes. We had an insider. And then they apparently started talking shit and, like, they gave out some other stupid stuff. Oh, my God. There's this Onward State article that's, like, renaming Penn State buildings with more fitting acronyms. And there's a part... Where is it? It says it like, um, the UHS built... Like, what? Do they have Willard on there? It's, like, piss hall. <laughs> like rotten piss. Well, they have the UHS building, and they wanted to change it to "You have an STD," and they said, "I think the world preacher would certainly approve this change, as he famously says, if you can't get laid, Penn State, then you can't, you just can't get laid.'" It's pretty true. Like honestly, God, it's really not that hard. 
that I had state. a hard time. Man, Actually, like no, I you, didn't. I just was picky. Yeah, like you had multiple people, you know, uh, try to sex you. Sex you. Multiple times. So it really wasn't that hard. Every year I had somebody, and I was just like, nope. Not. You weren't even looking, too. Like, you know, it make you feel pretty proud that you had multiple people. I mean, one of them was a man. Yeah, oh, that makes me feel proud. Yeah. Well, I'm really attracting you know, the right crowd. Everyone, everyone wants to get in your pants. You had two girls here freshman year. Three, actually. One of them was a psychopath. One of them probably could have should have would have the other was a bit too much if you know what i mean yeah but you still got you got a lot of female attention you're like an anime character real life anime character i don't want to be like an anime character and don't make a samurai jack joke as an anime i know that's on the tip of your tongue i'll see you you know that's you love anime so much it, it just sort of turned you turn into like the anime character it's all the ladies and they never actually had sex with any of them until not. the end see you know you mentioned anime and it's funny because i i removed that panel that was holding up my tower so i can have more room for another tower which it has like fucking like five inches now like it has like room for another dick in here and a uh, small dick but i i had stuff under there like some old textbooks that I had to buy and I also had on top of them uh, those packets you remember those bags we got from the anime conventions that we crashed yes, the swag bag the, swag bag. <laughs> the uh, weeaboo bag I I had them under there you know for memories and I was pulling them out I'm like fuck what, what was wrong with us yeah, I, I, I still think that last one we could have done some more fun stuff we should have stayed for the anime like the 18 plus events yeah but you <laughs> had to go it was, it was not me it was you. Yeah, no, you no, we had to get to the no you wanted to get to the uh oh the radio yeah, we should have stayed for that because yeah, that would have been should've. funny i was yeah, bad. i had so much love in that radio that was just like can't miss a show our fans are we can't leave them hanging this week what are they gonna do without us we had to go make another stop and stay for the 18 plus event. Yes. Well, yeah. oh, that's a situation I'll talk to you about all fair. My car is going to be ready apparently really soon. I was told end of this week, today, but I'm not allowed to drive far in a while. That's gay. It's very gay. It's making me upset. Yeah, you need to fucking break free. I'm very annoyed because I haven't seen my girlfriend in fucking almost four months. Yeah, that's bullshit. You, you fucking paid for it. Paid for what? Didn't you pay for the car to get fixed? Twice? I told him I would. I don't know if that's happening or not, but I know I'm paying for part. I know my mom definitely said part of it. I want to pay for the full thing. But I'm very annoyed. So maybe since do we have anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, no, not really. I think uh, we covered most of the bases. Yeah. I mean, you know, like lessers. Anyone have anything interesting to like, talk about in the audience? You know, it's always welcome. You know, now that you got some more time, we should uh, 
we should definitely do some more shit around here. Yeah, yeah I just gotta like, wrap up some I, shit that I've been meaning to do, and then I'm gonna have more freedom. But if that's it, uh, we will end this stream. Um, proud of your boy. Uh, oh, somebody dark, dark rain, but it was just a PewDiePie's a little bitch. Um, I think that's over the time he apologized and donated to was it the SPLC or ADL. He donated to the ADL, and I think he pulled back on that. So I've hope for pubes. I th I think pubes pubes. I think, I think he's got good intentions. It's just I think he doesn't know a lot about some of these things, so he kind of will make the wrong move sometimes. But yeah, um, Dark Rainbow, what do you think of anime? Do you think it's cancer? Do you think we should deport it? I think he wants us to do another anime review. Mm, God, yeah, we should. Oh, we should review fucking Goblin Slayer when that shit was tried big. I thought we did review it. No, we didn't. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck that one up. What did you think of Goblin Slayer? What's your, what's your five second review? I thought it was. Um, I, I like the first episode. It was very. <laughs> like, I like the shock of that. You know, the fact that they had a rape scene in an anime. I thought With that was. Jewish, uh, like, um, goblins. goblins. Yeah, like, I thought, like, and then it kind of just got weird from there. It was like some, like. Oh, I it wasn't what, weird like, at the beginning? Like no, but like towards the end, it was like, is this Dungeons and Dragons or is this like a real world? Like they never really clarified that, because like they rolled the dice and it was like, oh, so apparently this is like D and D or something. And yeah, there was like role playing. Like there was literal like, oh, you're the sage. Oh, I'm the uh, uh, the DPS, and you're the tank. Yeah, I felt like a fucking you know tabletop RPG. <laughs> Who just joined? Sam. Sam's on. Hey, what's up? We literally were just about to end the stream. And now we're looking at anime. What's up? Oh. <laughs> he got scared. Whoopsie. Whoopsie, too. Uh, God, we scared him away. We said, right when I said we're... And we're looking at anime. Dunk. Yeah, well, I mean, he's probably did the right thing. Oh, he's back. Sam, are you there? Are you there? Samuel? Oh, not hearing. Is Discord just like fucking up for everyone? I I think mine was. I haven't really had any issues today. Maybe. Uh, Did you hear of, of Phil's mic when he started like speaking? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, saw maybe. That? Uh, yeah, well, I heard that. <laughs> Oh god, I went to Google Images for anime and like I just scrolled down like a little bit on the page and I see nine best gay anime. Oh god. It's like a dude no. looking at a dude's chest. That's hot. That's hot. You were gonna be watching next to gay anime? Yes. Oh god. Anime, real news real news anime reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Didn't Donnie or something like that shit? Donnie does like anime. Sorry, Donnie. We don't like anime. It's gonna be our biggest disagreement. Ten best gay anime of twenty of twenty nineteen. <laughs> but the article like title too. says nine best gay anime. It says twenty nineteen on the picture. Oh god. Yeah, I know they had that that, that one. 
like they have that weird like gay pedophile anime and i'm like what the fuck like they had some weird shit out there like the japan just lets fucking the slide <laughs> ultra trad ultra conservative japan just lets this one go under the table they have like a lot of they have like a whole incest genre like you know like i know that in game of thrones that was apparently a commonality but like in japan they have a whole genre of incest anime let's see if youtube bans us for this oh come on do it youtube do like, it I don't like it got so bad in japan they had to go make a law against making incest like anime <laughs> Or like incest, like hentai specifically. Dude, what the fuck because is this? It was, it was so fucking prevalent, apparently. <laughs> well, then, I know what like, happens is like these people get so subverted that they like, they either like want gay shit or they become gay or like, I don't know. The ultra trad thing is not good. It, it really like it fucks with people. Well, see, they think that like the the chemicals make people gay. Now it's anime. <laughs> yes. Anime makes people gay. I think we need to go and show. We need to go and make a document sent to the Willard Preacher about anime. How, oh my god! <laughs> go and troll him and did like give a sermon against anime. Yes. <laughs> he goes on like a crusade against anime. Yes. I would love Gary for that. We need to figure out how to convince like feed him that information did you see the thing i sent you oh god it's that stupid shit where they just like i don't understand like why like why they always do that nosebleed did that happen when you like because it's usually like they see a girl and they get like their fucking nose bleeding it's like is that what like is that like common like that doesn't happen to me like you know maybe you'll pop a boner or something but i've never had a nosebleed from that pop i mean my nose bleeds all the fucking time i don't know I don't know. There's a lot of gay... Like, when I look at gay anime, there's a lot of fucking shit that comes up. Oh, dude. Oh, they do. Like, they just... And then, like, even... Even just regular shit, they just have all these stupid fucking tropes. Yeah. That's the thing with and anime. It's, like, it's so trope-heavy. Yeah, like, everything. They have those stupid, like, facial expressions. And they, like, do stupid shit. Like, I don't even know. Like, these, like, non-sequitur, like, fucking family guy sort of things where it's like real but like not and they'll smack someone in the head with like a hammer like oh and then all the men are like beta males <laughs> yeah they're all finally oh there go. sam there we go you're missing out on the gay anime oh some of the shit i should not be showing <laughs> let's um, get out <laughs> Google you know, Images what? doesn't censor as much as I thought it did uh oh yeah close <laughs> So, yeah, you, you want to make sure you're on the safe search. You're going to find gay shit. Safe, safe search? What's that? It's for pussies. That's what it is. Yeah, Sean wants to go and watch all his uncensored gay anime porn. Hey, we are truly uncensored here. Uncensored America means everything. I mean, it, I mean... <laughs> I mean, you guys have three viewers, so that is an improvement. Three? Wow. See, the anime's drawing people in. Oh, God. No, it's not. It's probably like both of it's like us. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of censorship, though. Alex uh, Jones on Tim Pool? Yep. 
Did you guys already? Did I miss that segment? Or Sam, you missed everything. <laughs> I know that's because the two shows bump back to back. So yeah, we didn't hit. We didn't talk about the Roblox porn yet. The what? That was fucking worth it. I mean, that is a real thing, though. Like, that's very... Roblox porn is... It, it's a real fucking thing. It's apparently, like, one stick of the to Alex Jones and Tim Pool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll Google that on my other screen, but... <laughs> um, to, to address what you're bringing up, though, yeah, I, I, I've been following that because I saw the stream go up, and I was like, holy shit, it's going to be lit. And I saw the beginning of it right when it started, and then I was doing stuff, and I tuned back in. But then the next day, it's banned, it's down, and Tim Pool is kind of, you know, he uh, he thought Alex said something that he ter- ended up not saying, and Tim did clarify that later. But YouTube hasn't clarified and brought it back, so. Well, that, well, here's the thing that no, that no one is talking about though. It's not, it's not just on YouTube that it's been pulled. Oh, Apple Podcasts, yeah. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I was gonna because... post that to Tim. I was like, yo, you know, it's banned from Apple Podcasts too, right? Well, and that that that's what I that's what I tweeted at because see, I'm kind of like I know that I know that everyone says that streaming is the new way but whatever i'm i'm a i like podcasts okay like i just like having them on my phone to listen to in the background you know while i'm doing schoolwork during the day or whatever while i'm doing chores on the weekends or you know anything just hanging out sometimes so this i went to download i went to play the the Alex Jones, you know, Tim Pool podcast while I was eating, eating breakfast. Me too. I was doing and that I, last night and it didn't work. Yeah, but but the but the weird thing was is it had popped up in my list before, you know, like it was queued up. So all I needed to do was like press play or press download and it wouldn't do it. So then I went and checked on Spotify and it wasn't there. Yeah. Then I re then I refreshed Apple Podcasts and it wasn't there. So yeah. So I don't know if he pulled the episode from those two or if they or if they were censored by their platform. That's what I was wondering too, because what I do is when I go to bed I put on a podcast with my Apple Podcast and I thought, Oh, like it's banned from YouTube, but maybe Tim has like a podcast version. And he did. I was like, Okay, I'll play it because it came up and I tapped it. And I screenshot it, and I'm going to post on Twitter. Uh, it said, episode unavailable. This episode is temporarily unavailable from Tim Cass IRL. I don't think Tim removed it. He might have done something else to it, but I personally think he, Apple did something to it. And what, and what annoys me, though, is he posted, he said, the video is banned from YouTube, but we have on BitChute, which, I mean, I guess is good, but it's like... Oh fuck! I've got to use Bitshoot and yeah, that crappy. It's yeah, it's better than having it completely unavailable. But I, but see, it, but see, why not just post it on Apple Podcasts or like do something with the auto file? Like I that think would be. Tim is really worried about getting banned. You could tell during the interview too, like, and I like Tim Pool a lot. Like, don't get me wrong, I really, really like his content. He's smart. He's well read. 
he does a lot of homework and he comes prepared and he has a lot of shit he pulls out of his head like he's really good at that but during the interview he was constantly fact-checking Alex like way more than Joe Rogan like constantly fact-checking him which I think in some ways is kind of good because it makes Alex smarter and sharper and Alex could pull fucking articles out of his head he'd be like it was in this article from this news outlet and he was really good but Tim started to kind of become a little bit of a buzzkill because Alex would be like joking around Tim would just be like trying to be all serious I'm like like this is Alex Jones like you understand he's an entertainer like he's he's gonna you know flip some tables and have some fun well well and and i i know you saw what i posted on parlor which was time to grow a spine that's right um so yeah i did see that i mean i did see it and and that's that's honestly what tim needs to needs to do is he needs to he needs to grow a spine rather than say, oh, I'm afraid of YouTube censorship, which, look, I get it. I'm nowhere near the amount. I, I mean, I get that it takes hard work to build a channel. We all do. But he actually has leverage now, you know? Yeah. Like. I think he has like some. I think it's people like PewDiePie, like Keemstar that have the real pull. Well, even then, like, he'd be careful with that, you know, because that, that is his livelihood, too. Exactly. You know, because, you know, worst case, YouTube doesn't even have to really generate a profit. You know, if, if he gets kicked off there, you know, it's another brick in the wall. But if, you know, he gets kicked off there, he he'll be fucked over a lot more than if, you know, YouTube loses him. Yeah, well, Tim Pool has grown to I think seven hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, and it's it's obviously where he's making his income. This is his job. So it's not even a million subs. So yeah, YouTube's not gonna give a fuck. Yeah, they don't care about Tim Pool, unfortunately. Like if, if he had like twenty, oh, wait, he million does have subs. over a million. He has one point two million. Shit. Okay, yeah, but even then, it's still only one. Like I mean, not you know saying only one million. We have like what, like two hundred and sixty-three. Yeah. or however many we have don't but remind like, me but you know it, compared to the pe- the people that actually matter probably have like 20 million plus the people that would make a difference potentially yeah like, I don't know how much Joe Rogan has but you know I'm, I'm sure even he would probably be con- well it doesn't even well, matter he's gonna be stop- he's gonna stop uploading soon he has 10 million on uh, YouTube and he's his uploads are gonna end I think at the end of the year. Yeah, that's yeah. So it doesn't even matter for him, but like for other people, you know, he's relatively like I mean, he's big-ish, but not really. He's bigger beyond well, YouTube. Well, look here. Here's the here's the other thing though, and this is what I want to comment. I've had I've had streams pulled from YouTube, and episodes of TWR polls from YouTube, which is why I'm an audio podcast feed because my my podcasts, the podcast world for now at least is a lot more open than YouTube and video streaming is. So like the episodes that you can't see of my show on YouTube, you can get on, you know, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, so I don't under 
so that's going back to Tim Pool. I don't understand why that interview was pulled or Tim pulled himself. Yeah, I'm not sure, but keep in mind, like the on Spotify, the Alex Jones. First of all, Alex has been on Spotify, and the interviews he did with Joe are still not on Spotify, except I think the most recent one. But it seems like these bans apply. This is where the question kind of comes in. Like, do these bans on people apply to even appearances on other shows? They they don't. Or and I I think I've talked to this before because Keemstar. I think he, technically he was banned, but Drama Alert since he's technically just a guest they have on there. Like he was able to weasel his way around that. Cause if, I'm pretty sure he was banned at one point, I'll but he was able to use that loophole. That's funny. But you know you can do that. You know like. Well, yeah, like uh, Gavin McGinnis, when, um, uh, you know, he had Censor.TV's YouTube channel in addition to his own personal one because he knew, well, I'm going to get the axe on one of these, probably my personal one because it's bigger. But they, I think, banned his personal one first, and then they banned the Censor.TV one. What did they ban the Censor.TV one for? I, I don't even know if they gave him a reason, but they banned all of his shit. It was during like when, when they were at the, you know, the zeitgeist was freaking out over Proud Boys, and they axed out uh, Gavin across everything. Mm. I mean, they also are very selective on. Well, who runs Band.TV? If it was, if he ran it, that's... then that's different. Band. Well, no, no, no. Um, I'm talking about Gavin getting banned from YouTube. Yeah, well, like, who runs that band.tv YouTube or ran? Server the... or censor.tv? Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, it is it is Gavin's company, but I'm pretty sure his um, assistant, Ryan, runs those channels. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, YouTube selectively applies its fucking rules. Like, because, yeah. you know, if you're CNN or NBC or cbs or fucking fox when you go and like do an interview with like richard spencer they won't give a fuck yeah uh, even that well i haven't seen anyone get banned for just doing a regular interview with him either so i don't know no no spencer's not banned on anything and it's because he's useful to them and that's simply it like it's a total bias thing because there's so much crazy shit he said and david duke frankly has said to david duke finally got banned like not too long ago but you know, he was saying way crazier shit for way longer, but they didn't, they didn't touch that. But what's interesting to keep in mind too, Joe Rogan, you look at his most popular uploads, and the Alex Jones Returns one, the epic, like, almost five-hour stream with Alex, is the most popular Joe Rogan episode, with the exception of the Elon Musk interview, which is at $38 million and Alex is at $24 million. And then it's Dan Blitzerian, and then it's another Elon interview, and then it's Edward Snowden, then Ben Shapiro, then Mike Tyson, uh, a few other two other people, and then Alex Jones and Tim Dillon. The most recent one that's at thirteen million. Then the other guys, Tyson, Bernie Sanders, uh, a few others, and the original Alex Jones is at eleven million, right behind Kanye. I don't get why the Dan Bilzerian one is so high up. I was going to say, I don't know who the fuck that is. 
he's that he's that like army guy who's like a Hugh Hefner ripoff. Oh really? He like yeah yeah his his claim to fame is that like supposedly he he was an army guy that like invested in in a lot of this stuff and then like he's he's famous because he basically has like, like all these uh like hot you know instagram models falling you know that just like follow him around um he he's an instagram personality but as it turns out he's a trust fund kid oh i remember that guy i saw that one well the reason that one's so high too that it has a bit of an edge because it is a four-year-old uh video so it's been able to accumulate a lot more yeah a lot quicker or a lot longer yeah, there's that. There's definitely that too. I'm looking at Hunter Avalon's channel, and he has a video <laughs> where he says, "When conservatives do stand up, quote comedy," and in the thumbnail it says, "No one laughs," and it has a picture of Dave Rubin. Dave Rubin's not a conservative. Does he, he know what conservatives are? The 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 regressive left okay. dude who was that like uh, who's million dollar extreme that motherfucker that Same makes odd. me fucking oh my god like have you ever seen any of his actual like fucking stuff mm, like, i've seen his ted talk Dennis... he that, like he like did one where he like infiltrated like a comedy club in like new york and he started like you know started out normal and then started going to like these like really weird like fucking things yeah, he, like uh, like it, it was. Some fun. I, I had to find that one, but it made me laugh. Well, he, like, I don't think about Hunter is that like on one day he says like Nick Fuentes is all of the right. Like this is what the right looks like today. Not all of the right, but this is what the right is looking like today. This is most people on the right, and now he's saying Dave Rubin is a conservative. Dave Rubin's a liberal. He says it a million times. He's a leftist. But the only funny thing is, I think Dave Rubin voted for Trump and Hunter Avalon voted for Joe Biden. Ah, fuck, fuck, uh, fuck, 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 uh, Hunter Avalon, man. Was was Hunter Avalon one of your guests, though? Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was yeah. a guest on the show, and he was also a guest at Penn State. But after Penn State, well, during See? that, he fucking changed. He went from conservative trump supporter to big tech censorship isn't biased against conservatives to i'm voting for biden i'm leaving the right yeah like what the fuck was like i still don't understand how that guy got famous like internet famous like what the like what did he really do oh he not he he came inside a girl and didn't abort the baby oh you know congratulations buddy Wow, wow, so he did the thing that, like, three of my high school friends did. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, he, he, he just... well, he was famous before that. Like, he he's made a lot of, like... So I, he... He kind so of he just... was trying to, in my view, he was trying to be one of those edgy conservatives, trying to mimic Milo, in a way, and got a following... And I mean, I like some of his content, and that's why I thought he'd be a good guest. But I didn't expect half this shit to come out of him. And then 
he somehow impregnated his girlfriend and well it's not that hard to do like how to figure that one out <laughs> i know i know how those things work alex um <laughs> but... somehow like oh like what do you do like does his penis not work and you use like a syringe or something <laughs> no well, probably so... with the way he acts he must not have any balls <laughs> well... i guess it would be a fucking act of god for that to happen <laughs> Well, you know, there are some cases where people think they're using birth control and then an oopsie happens. Well, no, no, I thought you meant like somehow, like, you know, it was like difficult for this person to do it. <laughs> no, no, I don't know how well, it happened. It was unintentional. It was an unintentional pregnancy, and they even thought about debate aborting it, ended up not, which is good, and keeping it, and they have one. He's only like, I think he's, fuck, I think he's younger than me. I forget his age exactly, but he's he's pretty young. Oh man, well I mean, dude, like this happens like literally every day in the black community. Like just because he's white and does it doesn't mean that he's special. Well, I'm saying he is. Um, like oh, I, it's not like thirteen and pregnant or something. You know, this guy's in his twenties. Yeah, I know. Okay, he's one year older than me. Like one year and one month older than me. Twenty-four. Yeah, I mean, I, I do know, like, I, I had fucking buddies went to high school. I had, like, kids, like, right after high school, you know? Yep, same here. They didn't afford it. I mean, you know, it's, that's a character trait. That's, like, oh, that's, like, the shittiest character trait. What did you do? What's your superpower? I, I, I had sex, and I did use a condom. <laughs> that's, my, that's my superpower. Well, thank you for sharing, Timmy. <laughs> well... We'll, 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 we'll see though this is this is kind of the thing that does annoy me with the right though in all honesty is like in the case in the case of in the case of Hunter Avalon like this is a perfect example like like Hunter Avalon is like I had premarital sex and then I chose to be a fa- and then I chose to be, to be a father look at how look at what a stand-up guy I am and all of the and all of the Christian conservatives were like, were like, what? Yeah, you know, way to be a way to be a father and way to stand up for you know traditional values. Whereas like, you know, like my friends, you know, who had kids out of wedlock, like they decided to be dads too, but they never got you know famous for they just did it because they were raised with you know morals and as it turns out like they actually really enjoy being dads well the thing too interesting you mentioned christian conservatives that hunter Avalon used to before i watched him my girlfriend was actually watching him and she said he was a hardcore uh christian like hardcore he was your stereotypical like, christian conservative uh but then he flipped this is kind of around when i found him and he became an atheist and he stayed conservative became a trump supporter but then he flipped again on some issues like transgenders and a few other things <laughs> and and gender in of itself he said gender social construct all this shit so so he's so he's a gr- so he's a grifter then just yeah. well here's yeah. the thing look i know a lot of people are saying that 
I think there's a few things going on. I'm going to post one thing that I have suspected. And he's actually starting to publicly admit it. He said on Twitter, quote, I didn't want to say anything about this publicly until I was sure, but I truly believe getting on anxiety medication helped play a role in me leaving the right also. Oh, so he was, yeah, so he was taking medication and that's what should cause him to do that. Oh, he God. said suffering from OCD is almost like conspiring against yourself and the meds help me be more rational. So medication makes... So basically, he's proving Alex Jones right. Yes. Medication turns you liberal. <laughs> turns you leftist. He's not liberal. He's leftist. Um, I know that's always like a Sargon-y thing to say, but like Sargon's really right on that. And that's the thing to point out to is, is, is Hunter, the quartering said this, that like he's acting like an SJW and like saying shit that leftists say. Like he called Sargon a white nationalist uh, after sharing a stage with him, might I add. And I've theorized a few things about Hunter. So there's really three um, reasons as to why he's making this change. Number one is he's young and he's evolving with his viewpoints. It is possible. Look, I'm not saying it is the reason. I don't think it is. It is possible because that happens to a lot of people when they're young. It's happening to us too. Not to change this radically. Maybe. Maybe. But unlikely. But it's, it's there. The other possibility is the grift, which is whenever you're a, oh, I was a leftist and now I'm on the right. Oh, I was on the uh, right and I left the right and I'm on the left now. That is the token um, that every side loves is to have a, oh, look at this person who left this side. That's how crazy this side is and now they're with us. Everybody loves oh. that. It's easy to bank on. By the by the way, speaking of flip flopping, so mm -hmm. uh Owen oh boy. Big Bear <laughs> has has officially gone back over to supporting Biden. Oh my god. Well, well you know I, I, get, I guess get, guess what guess what his reasoning though is. Well, maybe because his son does cocaine and he wants to feel like his son. <laughs> Well, well, well you're not reason. that far. You're not that. You're 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 not that far off. We we've been we've been studying Owen's uh, coke habits, alleged coke habits for years. <laughs> or if, not, or but, if there's videos on Hunter Hunter Biden's laptop with him and but, Owen Benjamin snorting coke. It 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 wouldn't it, it surprise me, but no, this this gets even funnier. He's supporting Biden because, I quote, Guys, Trump is the most liberal president we've ever had. He's more left than, Bar than Barack Obama. There was more censorship under Trump by social media than under Barack Obama. And we've been fighting more foreign wars under what? Donald, Donald no, Trump. that's not true. That's, yeah, that's, that's simply false. That reminds me of a certain person who claimed that Hillary Clinton was, was a, a populist. <laughs> yeah, like it's these wacky people. Like, you know, maybe he, maybe he should actually be the one taking the medication, not um, maybe not so not much. Hunter. Oh, he, oh, oh, Owen needs, Owen needs more than just med medication. He needs he turpentine. Needs, 
That's he needs yeah. He needs he needs fifty. He needs to be fifty one fifty. He needs to he needs to be one fifty one fifty. And also, his 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 uh his cult followers need to stop accusing me of trying to kill his kids. I don't even I don't even care about his kids that much, Stephen. Yeah, let's let's just leave at that. I don't I don't care about his kids. Period. So why would I? Why would I harm his kids if I don't even care about them? Well, it's funny Negatively. you mentioned uh, Owen too, because like that was the third reason I was going to get to with Hunter, or for third possibility is like number one is change of heart, number two is grip, but number three is mental problems. I'm not saying this in a mean way, but like after seeing these tweets too, and I I think I've said this before, and that's one of the things that I've thought of is that I think there's something a little off with this guy, and that's why. He's going all over the place. There, there are there are a lot of people on there are a lot of people on the internet that get famous that have mental health issues. Yeah, like look at uh, who is that guy who ran for president um, that failed? Who did that music? Kanye. Yeah, look <laughs> at that like, guy that ran for president that did that music. <laughs> Yeah, like that other cover. Like, <laughs> Kid like, Rock? Yeah, Kid Rock. Uh, no, I was talking about Kanye. No, like he he definitely had, has uh, a few issues. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, he and does. He also to be like this, and then he ran against Trump, and then I don't know what well, he, he was. Really tr- I think he was trying to help Trump, honestly. Like, I think that was a fucking 5D chess move. But Kanye does have bipolar. Like, he's been diagnosed. Hunter is retweeting Vouch. Goes on Vouch's streams. Vouch is a communist, by the way. Not a leftist, a communist. Isn't he also, like, a pedophile or something, too? What? Yeah. Yep. Like, he supports that genre of content? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Vouch is one of those people who thinks that that the P needs to be at needs to be added to the lgbtq thing <laughs> he's a map <laughs> oh my god you know what hunter yes. did too is that he was and this is one of the reason we brought him to our event is that he was banned from twitter but somehow i don't know how he's still getting away with this he has another twitter with his fucking name on it and it says oh. official Hunter Avalon Twitter account run by his manager. All tweets are the opinions of Hunter Avalon, but it's clearly written by him. Like it's well, they clearly... probably don't care now that he's against conservatives. They're probably welcome with open arms. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, my some of some of my some of my social media accounts are run by my quote unquote manager. Oh really? <laughs> wow, here you have a big team there, Sam. Yeah, it. Yep, me and me and the Gamma are doing. Uh, you know, we're a real major staff now. <laughs> oh, this is funny. I would love to see this, Hunter Avalon. I challenge at Nicholas J Fuentes, uh, at Comrade Doyle. I don't know who the fuck that is to debate whether or not immigration is good for America. Uh, 2v2 on modern day debate slash dumb and dumber versus me and Trenton Woodcock. So he's already calling these people dumb and dumber. Look, 
I'm not a big fan of Nick. I think he's getting better recently. I have to say Nick is moderating a bit and cleaning up his act in a way that I think helps him. And he's a talented guy. Like, don't get me wrong, just not the biggest fan of him. But it's if it's sent to Bay against Hunter, like it's gonna be really and I, I'm pro legal immigration. I'm I'm also pro limiting all immigration. Le- Getting rid of illegal and limiting legal. But, man, I don't fully agree with Nick on his immigration stances, but I'd be rooting for him. I would be. Dude, I fucking well, hate Hunter. Like, I, I, if, it, if he's, like, running against Hitler, I don't know who I'd fucking be on the <laughs> side for. Like, this guy's literally probably one of the shittiest people. Well, he, he's up there. He's on that, like, top ten list of shitty people that I know. Who, who's that? Oh, oh, oh. Are, are people on there, like, people we've met personally? Yes, there's a few of those. <laughs> I think I know who you're thinking of then. Okay. Yeah, he, he's just like, I, and see, that's why I didn't even fucking join that debate. I don't know who this fucker is. He seemed fake. And I think I was right with, with those things. And I honestly, I, I want him to debate Sargon again. Like, oh, and actually, yeah. Like, yeah, I like to go and see him talk about, like, why he thinks he's a white nationalist. Oh, we should do that. Oh, yes. Well, well, well. Well, gentlemen, this brings me to an epiphany I, I've had over the past couple days since mm. uh, since twenty since the election. Well, the election actually has ended, which is a whole nother thing. But okay, post election day, let's say. You want to know how I've I finally realized what has kept me going all these years. And it's the fact that, like, you say that Andravalon has, you know, purposely tried to be an edgy boy, right? Yeah. And that, like, and that, like, a lot of these people develop personalities, right? Yeah. But I, I think the one thing that has kept me grounded, and has kept you grounded, is I'm the same guy on air that i am rl i am i haven't built a separate personality for the show or for you know for twitter or whatever this thing that we do is and and you and you sean and you alex you don't you don't either you don't at least as long as i've known you it doesn't really seem like you guys have you know, developed like a separate persona either. You guys could have, and maybe you guys would get more fame because of it, and I might too, but we're both genuine. And I think in, at the end of the day, we might not have as big of a falling, but I think because, I think because we're real, we've been able to endure because the mask isn't cracking you know so to speak yes if and that that's makes... what's gonna keep us alive it's like authenticity especially in the age of trump is king yeah but see but see it'll it'll be interesting to see how many people actually stay in the maga movement now that it, now that trump's presidential era could very well be over you know like yeah, that's like what's it, gonna be interesting is see. Well, what what is good 
is even though the election's not over yet, you're st- you're you're again seeing the mask slip. Like we knew who the Never Trumpers were day one when Trump announced. We knew who they were it, through 2016. We knew who they were even up to election day. But you're seeing now, really the big separation. Like the people they're looking out for themselves, like the Crenshaws and the Nikki Haley's, the Ben Shapiro's. All these people that need to get out, and you're seeing the true fighters that are that believe in Trump and populism and nationalism, and are actually fighting for people like the alternative media people we all love, and people like Gates, uh, Ron DeSantis, and a few others. You're seeing who your true believers are. Like this is a litmus test right now. Um, not to change gears, but I do want to mention something really, really quick because I we were talking about this, and I bet you are probably of know how this too, Sam. Uh, Gina Carano from The Mandalorian. You know, do you know her? Oh, oh yes, I want. I did want to bring that yes. up because I did. I did see your post this morning. Yes, she is base red pill, Trump support, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I was seeing this a few months ago, and I was shocked. I'm like, why is nobody talking about this? And right now is trending hashtag fire Gina Carano. They're trying to get rid oh, of her. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the S the SJW mob has been trying that for a while now, actually. And I should have brought this up over the summer when it first became news, but like, yeah, she got um she got black because she she's conservative and also because um you know like okay i'm not gonna mince words like she's an attractive woman she's hot. and she's hot and yeah she's, she's conservative. hot everything they hate well well she's hot and and like and you know and men like to check her out and whatnot and i guess these i guess these feminists were like saying oh god look at these disgusting you know men like perving on her and Gina Carano was like it's fine I don't really care you know I don't really care as you know as long as they don't say anything like you know weird like or creepy to me you know personally like I don't care if they check me out so that was like that was like the first you know big strike against her is Oh my God! A model who is actually okay with guys checking her out, like, no, that you know, that's that can't be, you know, we can't we can't have that. And then she comes out as a MAGA, you know, and so then there was a call for her to be fired from the Mandalorian. Um, I'm shocked she still has that gig. Like, I'm really shocked because I've I mean, seen her Twitter and I'm like I'm shocked they hired her. I'm shocked she's still on there. She's great. I like I mean her. I mean I would be shocked, but see the other thing of it is is she's a fan favorite and and I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of Disney as a company, but I will say this. I'm pretty sure that John Favreau, who wrote The Mandalorian, I'm pretty sure he's a closet conservative from my from my insider people in the industry. 
Ah, you got people inside so, Hollywood. <laughs> I I I actually do. I can tell you more about that off there. That's cool. Um so I'm I'm pretty sure that Favreau is one of us. Um I think Filoni might be one of us, but bottom line, I, I think I think that because the Mandalorian was such a success and I think because Gina was part of that. I think that Disney, from a money-making standpoint, is like, yeah, we have to keep her because she's part of one of our only viable IPs right now. Mm. Mm, I, I'm, ho- Cause here's I'm the thing hoping... Is Disney is very... They're very much about pleasing fans more than anything else. Like, they're very, like... Like, you saw The Force Awakens. That was all about trying to kiss ass to the fans. Yeah, but yeah, but then they but then they stopped doing that with the last Jedi and you know Rise of Skywalker, and yeah. it fucked them, and, and they and they know they know it. So and look, I, I know Mark Hamill is a big lefty, and like politically, I disagree with Mark Hamill, but I do feel bad for the way Mark Hamill was oh. treated by Lu- oh. by by Lucasfilm. Yeah, dude, they shit on his character. And they shit him up too. I mean, they totally shit on him. Yeah. But Pedro Pascal from Game of Thrones, and who's also the the Mandalorian, uh, he's a big lefty. And some have said that there's some like like infighting um, amongst the cast since she's conservative and he's not. Well, which which is which is really funny because when. He was on Narcos, uh, the Netflix series. He You're really going so like you would think that they he would always basically play a like you know a a conservative deep gun and you know, yeah, I'm having a hard time understanding you. Yeah, saying. we can't hear you. You're really, like, going out. Let me hold on a sec. But, yeah, I found that so interesting that one of the biggest stars and one of the biggest TV shows right now is conserved. Like, that's fucking great. But I, I, I was shocked to see her being so bold with it. So we'll see how it plays out. Because I'm shocked there hasn't been the boycotts or the fuck her, let's fire her. But you're starting to see it now. I'm back now. Yeah, you're a little bit better. Kind of, yeah. We're wrong with that. My, um... I'm on my phone and my phone switched from Wi-Fi to data so I'm trying to switch back to Wi-Fi now okay yeah it sounds better um but yeah I um I I, I followed her on parlor me so. too when I saw that Which... post that's what like confirmed everything for me I'm like yo definitely she got. Which, she voted for Trump. Which that's 
that's the other thing I want to talk to you guys about. Like, I know that, I know that we were all joking a few months ago about parlor, but like now parlor is actually starting to take off a bit. Yeah, a we bit. Did talk about it earlier. Yeah, and what I think, um, I think you kind of agreed with me on this, Alex. My takeaway was that um, this is great, and it's happening because average, normal, you know, um, everyday, average Joe, right wingers, not just MAGA people, but just right wingers, are getting banned from Facebook. I know quite a few of my friends have been banned or temporarily suspended. Alex was suspended for six months, and so these people are all moving to Parlor. And once since their friends are moving, they're gonna move to I it's what's need to happen. We need some accelerationism. This is some accelerationism of normal people getting banned because it affects them and now they give a shit, but it's still not enough. It's nowhere near enough because all the normies aren't on there, all the celebs, all the everything isn't on there. It's still just well, a right wing echo chamber. You need to well, get the lefties on there or else it's boring. Well, I will tell you this, some of my lefty friends, like, that I went to high school with, um, that are on Facebook, um, they're actually on Parlor now because of me, because I've told them, I, I've told people in general that I don't post, I don't post politics on Facebook, but if you, if you are interested in engaging with me politically, I'm on Parlor, so um, I've linked. I've linked there, so you know people can find people can find all my stuff for the show on Parlor. Now, yeah, yeah, so. it's just it's still it's still Parlor's UI still needs some work. I still think it's good enough, but it needs work to be, you know, phenomenal. And they need more features, and their servers need to work when people are joining it. Yeah, I think it's honestly like the UI could be okay, but I think that the fucking yeah, the servers are the big issue right now. Yeah, and 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 they they know that, and they and and they're trying to address that, and that is one thing I will give um, them credit for is unlike Gab. They've actually like tried to address their server problems. Um, yeah, I never really had a server issue with them. That was, I think they had a decent server setup. It was just that they never really took off because they got banned from the app stores. And once that happens, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, well, and the, and then and then they tried to say, oh, well, you don't need a native app, and it's kind of like, yeah, you do. So, yeah, Gina Carano has been retweeting Samantha uh, Marika a lot. She's a black conservative woman on Twitter who I found by accident. And I shared her with Donnie because she's really good and getting a lot of tracks. I mean, yeah, this, man, I'm shocked how, how Gina Carano has kind of gone under the radar with this. Like, I'm surprised, like, episode one of the mandalorian or whenever she first started like appearing in the show like they didn't like start calling this shit out and it wasn't like all over everywhere but i this is what i've been predicting i don't know if i've told you this sam but i think if biden ends up winning you're gonna see the biggest 
the most persecution of Trump supporters, MAGA people, outsiders in general that you've like ever seen. Like you're gonna see so many people banned from Facebook, you're gonna see Trump banned from Twitter, you're gonna see so many people persecuted, like fired from their jobs, kicked out of places because they dared to support Trump. Because these people are still gonna wear it like a badge of honor that they support Trump. And they're looking at like the fucking Nazis after World War Two, like, oh, you were a prison guard in Auschwitz, uh, you can't eat at this restaurant, you know, but replace that with Trump's and that's how they're talking. Yeah, well, um, you know, look, like you said, even normal everyday Joes are getting banned from social media now. Um, And honestly, like, that's one of the things that I'm kind of waiting. I don't want to get banned from social media, but I kind of feel like I'm 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 wondering. um I'm wondering if one day soon I'm going to wake up and get like an email that says that my podcast of 13 years has been banned off of Apple podcast, you know, or that my Facebook account has been perma, perma banned, you know, like, like I've been like, I'm kind of waiting for that now, you know, if and when that will happen and you know like and you know like i'm kind of like a sealist celebrity right-wing celebrity but even so they're going after they're going after the small time guys like you and i now yes well they're they they are going down the beanstalk like they started with the triple a super effective super cool people that were blowing up in 2016 and over the past four years, they've eliminated all of them and left the boring establishment people that are never Trumpers that suck. And now what they're doing is they're going down even deeper. Like they were already going down to kind of like the the B level, you know, whatever you want to call it, like the sort of middle ground, uh, the up and coming people to prevent them from becoming those tri- next triple A people. But they are now going after the average person. And that, I hate to say it, but I, I'm glad it's happening. I want more of it. I want it to happen to everyone. Because then that's when change will start happening. Because that's when people give a shit. And hopefully we start bankrupting big tech. Bankrupt big tech. Hashtag bankrupt big tech. Or they'll, or they'll, bank, they'll bankrupt themselves. It's more like it. Yeah, well, I think... Um, the, and this is what we've been talking about is we think hopefully what happens is uh, we get some privacy issues, some really unifying bipartisan stuff that some big companies can help sue them and put them under. Under Biden. Under a, under a Biden presidency, I don't see that happening, but good luck. Well, no, I, and that's what I'm saying is that I don't, I don't even think if even Republicans are in charge, there's not going to be big tech. Um, the, the the government's not going to fix big tech no matter who's in charge. So you need to sue them, you need to destroy them, and you need some big money to back you. So if you get something that pisses off some real big corporations or companies, just 
You know, everybody can do a class action, hopefully bankrupt them. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think that's, you know, the legal system is probably the best way to uh, go about getting them, especially signing just the U.S. Like, if you can go and attack them on multiple fronts, like, don't even make this a political issue. Make this a data privacy issue. Everyone would agree with that. Right. strong bipartisan support if anything the left has been probably more into that particular angle than the right in many ways yeah that's what you need to go for you need to go for something that everyone can hate them on we've already seen this with past things so I think it'd be great like when you're just looking at censorship only one side's gonna care about that because only one side's being censored. The other one wants them to be censored. So, I um, I want to drop something uh, for you guys that I just found on Reddit that I think is worth commenting on real quick. Gina Carano's Twitter's great. Holy shit. Man. Oh, you post yeah. did you post that in general? Yep. Oh, okay. Oh, James Woods. Just like that. The rioting and looting has ceased overnight, and now half the country has pummeled America like a battered wife. It's telling her to put on sunglasses, hide her black eye, be a good girl, and come to Gara's one. Her answer, go fuck yourself. Yes. That's what I'm so pissed off about because I was talking to one of my lefty friends. He's like, oh, well, at least, you know, with Biden, like, there'll be some unity. I'm like, no, unity's dead. I don't want unity. Fuck that because we're in a war right now and there is no unity happening. When I say I don't want unity, I mean I don't want it right now with these fucking crazy people. Would I like the average people in the country to unify? Well, yeah, sure, but it's not happening. Well, did did you did you catch my podcast from Friday? I did not. So I have a story to tell you. So in 2016, after the election, I had a cousin who, long short short, disowned me for voting for Trump. Right. Mm-hmm. And she 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 wrote me like this big like long-winded facebook message like saying how heartbroken she was that i you know sam field you know such a kind and caring individual you know could vote for a monster like trump and you know all this you know all this happy horse shit you know about how like she didn't want to, she didn't want to do this, but she feels like she has to. So, you know, I didn't disown her over politics, but she disowned me, right? Yeah. So, that way around. So, and I, I've said, that, I've said for years, that I will never disown anyone. I'll never unfriend anyone on Facebook or anything like that over politics because I understand that we have differences of opinions and I'm not one of those people that gets, you know, butthurt over that stuff. So she, unfri- she, you know, she unfriended me. She cut me out of her life. Well, 
after the after the 2016 after after Tuesday when Biden won, you know, quote unquote, and was talking about unity. She just guess who decided to message me <laughs> to try and patch things up. Oh, really? Oh, I tell her to and, fuck right off. Yeah, fuck and that. She, and <laughs> and she and she tried to apologize. And she tried to apologize. She actually said, "You know, I know I got I know I got mad at you, but I want to apologize and I want to try and make things right." And I told her, I said, you know what? I don't, I don't even care. I'll just say your name. I said, Erica, I said, the, t- the time to apologize and make amends to me was four years ago after you called me a Nazi. I said, you don't, you don't get to apologize for me now that to me now that it's convenient for you so you know you disown me then you don't suddenly get to take me back now and uh you know i wish you the best of luck but no i'm not coming back into your life at your convenience and that's kind of been my policy with these people like i don't disown you but if you disown me, that's on you. I'm not. I'm not crawling back to you. And conservatives, and conservatives, we have to do that. Like if people, if people push us away, we can't suddenly run back to them now. That they're accepting us. That's right. If that makes sense. Yep. No. Fuck it. Fuck this fake shit. Like you were saying before. Like, and I like that about us too. And it's always the people that I like they're in this game are always the real people the authentic people like alex jones is real milo's real gavin's real you're real we're we real russia's real rush yeah russia's super real and i have so many more people i can name like posobiec and like i go on and on but i am so like I've always been sick and tired of these like fake people, but I'm at a like you where I'm just like, nope, not even gonna deal with it, not even gonna tire a second of it. Fuck unity, like fuck that. We are not gonna unify with these sort of people because it's just a total lie. I mean, and, and and you know what? All what else is funny too is, I ha- I have I actually had liberal friends who were liberal. Like, even after Trump got elected, but they became conservative because they didn't understand why people would disown me. And so I explained to them what the leftist dogma was. And at first they were kind of like, and eh, I don't really buy that. And then they started to see it for themselves. So what's interesting is like, even some of the more liberals who are at least open-minded they're starting to see a lot of this stuff too and like the 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 actual liberals not the leftists but the liberals they don't stay liberal for long they always end up coming to our side too oh yeah yeah they get pushed away 
they get turned yeah. off. Yeah. But it's very interesting to see just how everybody all suddenly changed once November throws. I was like, oh, we can have these massive celebrations and not worth to worry about COVID. Alex gets back on Facebook and oh, now there's going to be unity and the world's going to be great again. It's... Well, here's the thing, like as conservatives, you know, we should not be supporting any sort of uni right now. We need to be the ones standing up. We yes. need to be the ones protesting. We need to be the ones riding and see how it is with a shoe on the other foot. Yes. That's why the million MAGA march is needed. We need to be doing this stuff. You know, let's say, you know, Trump isn't able to go and pull a magic hat out of the card, you know, and magic fucking rabbit out of his hat. You know, if, let's say this Biden thing you know, becomes permanent. Okay, if that happens, we need to go and every single day, you know, we need, to be, we need to be fighting it. We need to be doing what we can to show that, hey, you know, just because your favorite candidate one doesn't mean that there's just somehow unity in this country. It's, it's going to get worse. And that's the way it should fucking be because, you know, we, we aren't to unite. We are not a united country we have not been a united country for a good long time if we ever really have been well you just know, we let keep in mind too like real quick is that when they when they want this union stuff they want you to shut up they want you to be a good little boy and get in line shut up that's what it's about yeah no, you're absolutely right with that it's just they want to go and say oh you know nothing that you said matters now that they want to go and say that Republicans were the ones not being for union at the beginning. No, we fucking we were the ones who weren't riding in the streets. We weren't the ones burning down buildings. We weren't the ones, you know, beating up people who supported like Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton or whatever. That was you guys. Yeah. That was all you guys who were doing that. You're you're the ones making the biggest noise. You're the, always the ones who unfriend first. Like I've never unfriended someone who was liberal because they were liberal you know never block someone just because they had a you know political ideology that i didn't follow you know that's not something that i do and that's not something that anyone should really do you know friendship like should be stronger than fucking politics but it's the left who are always the ones who disagree with that you know they and they've always done they made the personal political and now they're like you know like what they did with uh, you, Sam, that they do this shit all the fucking time. And uh, yeah, as conservatives, as people on the right, we need to say no, that's bullshit. You aren't going to be able to have it both ways. Didn't like me at my worst. Well, you ain't going to be able to see me at my best. Yes. Yeah, that's a, mm. that's a great way to wrap it up, too, because I know we're getting a little late and we have some all-fair stuff we want to go over but is there anything else you want to mention sam before we end um i just want to kind of you know let the troops know out there whoever is you know watching and or and listening this no matter what the outcome of the uh election is i'm still gonna i'm still gonna be here uh you know whether it be on reverse and on the whitfield report I'm not going anywhere, and I know that these two guys aren't going anywhere either. 
Oh, uh, gonna get and, louder. You know, I, I, I do this. I literally have no sponsors, uh, and neither do Sean and Alex, which is unfortunate because they deserve, you know, they deserve some sponsorships. But you know, we we do this because we love it, folks, and we do this for you. So you know, I'm sticking around, even if it's a Biden presidency. And, uh, you know, we'll do more stuff in 2021. And uh, just thanks for those of you who listen. Damn straight. Keep fighting. This is not the end. Trump is only um, the beginning. I don't want to say the beginning because I could already like, like, he he kind of is. I mean, the Tea Party is like a pro. Trump is the beginning, but he's not the end. We're going to keep fighting no matter what happens. We're going to fight to get him in there. If all else fails, we're still going to keep fighting. We're only going to be bigger. We're only going to be stronger. We're only going to be louder. We're only going to be just the biggest, baddest, baddest in a good way, <laughs> you know, populist nationalist movement. And no more of this fake shit. No more cucks. No more never Trumpers. You guys are out. We're at war with you, too. It's outsiders versus insiders. So buckle up, buckaroos, and get ready. And fall salmon on yep. this stuff. <laughs> follow us all on Parlor too. That's yes. where the party is going. Yes, I need to recover my first password on there, but you can follow us there. I forgot. Get the login, but I think it's Versa. Oh, I should probably look it up. Shit, it's like Versa Media, um, something like how that. How do you, how do you get more than one account on there? That's what I'm trying to get. You have to get a different number, phone number. Oh, yeah, boo. Yeah, I use my girlfriend's phone number. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Versa at Versa Media I, on Parlor. Yeah. And at Sam Whitfield, I think yours is. Yeah, at Sam Whitfield on Parlor, which I love because because whoever whoever is occupying at Sam Whitfield on Twitter hasn't used it, their account since like 2010, and yet they still have it. Wow. So, do you um? Uh, Alex, have any account you want to follow on Parlor? Nah. I'm good. Gotcha. All right, guys. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for tuning in. Like, share, subscribe to this video to get more uh, of this populist message out there to get fight the YouTube censorship. Like, subscribe, share, please, right now to help support us so we can keep doing this, have grassroots broadcasts. Um, we'll see you around. Stay safe and uh, wash your hands.